Circle K is America's thirst stop. And yours. Stay cool this summer with ice-cold favorites like Froster, Polar Pop Cup, iced coffee, and more. When life's go, 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 make us your first stop. Circle K, America's thirst stop. Good morning and welcome to the Nimic Chevrolet Outdoor Show. We get bonus 10 minutes this, this morning. This is the early version. Yes, this is the early version. Thanks to our producer who is... Uh, RJ, you know, I like it. RJ. Yeah. I like it. You know, my dad's name was RJ. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I told him that. I said, good thing I wasn't a junior. <laughs> right. Every time we go to a family picnic, RJ this and RJ that, and my mom goes, thank God he's not a junior. Yeah. Be running around here pulling our ears off. I, it is, it's so funny because, uh, you know... My initials WK Favor, right? And Colts are WK Favor. Yeah. So, and he still sends most of his mail to the house, and so I have no idea whose mail is. I, I mean, I have to open up everything, you know, because it's all WK Favor. So he's getting some checks. And he ain't never checks. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the other thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the, the other, other way. Thing, it's the other thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah I hear the, that. When it says collection, yeah, on, on top of it. Yeah, I got some mail for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> got your mail. <laughs> So, yeah, so folks, now you got a, a 10 minutes early here this morning. Yes. Another beautiful Saturday. It is a beautiful Saturday. I'll tell you, despite the wind, and my body feels like I've been riding a mule on a dirt road for a week, uh-huh. the weather, as far as temperature, has just been a beautiful month. Yes. It, it, no, May I mean, and it's, it's, first week or so of June, I mean, golly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's no doubt that what we've had, and, and, and you know, I'm – Went out the inlet yesterday after my charter, just because I haven't been out. I mean, I yeah, I, I literally I have kingfished one time this year, once. Wow, I have not been offshore. What yet. I have slow trolled? Really? Nope. I've slow trolled one time this year. Not yet. Wow. I've thrown the net three times total. Wow. All year. Wow. It's it's June, dude. I mean, so anyway, it is um really uh, odd. But, but but I I I ventured out there. I told Scott. I said I, I can't stand it. I, I he's like I gotta go I'm, look. I'm t- I said I gotta go look. You know. Yeah. Um. And so I just ran out the inlet. The tide had just quit, so there was the the inlet was beautiful. And I I just ran down in the captain's house just to look around. You know, and the water was beautiful. Eighty two degrees is what we had on the beach. Really? Yeah. yeah. It was 80, 82 degrees. It was seventy five at Mayport. Seventy five, seventy six yesterday. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, I mean, my temperature gauge is just about dead on too. Yep. I, I know that. So mm-hmm. it was. Uh, now this was noon, mm-hmm. but still, yeah. it was it was it was eighty two yeah. degrees. Yeah. Um, wow. So so I, I, I we were we were talking to. Uh, by by the way, good morning, Captain Scott. Morning. Logman's not not here this morning. He's biking. We sub we subbed in, folks. We yeah. did. We did. Had um, a call in the eight of the CD. No, 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 no. Come on now. We'll call you the A uh, Junior. A Junior. A Junior. A minus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I I ventured out there and um it was beautiful, man. It was it was I mean, everything looks right. Nobody's nobody you, nobody's fished the beach, you know. So I don't know. I've fished the beach a bunch. Have you fished the beach a bunch? And I've come out with zip. Huh. Zip. I fished the red tops thoroughly one day. It looked good. 
water column had fish in it. Um, saw some tunies, but no no strikers. No strikers. And then I went out and fished the southeast hole twice, and nothing. I mean, nothing. Wow. Now I will tell you this: I did run a little further east. I fished the spoil area one day mm-hmm. and picked up one fish in there, which was encouraging because you know that's kind of shallow in there. Yep. And um, the water yesterday was as pretty as you could ask for. Right. It You're, was. You know, it's the weird thing is the dog on sargasm weed has been miserable. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, the days that we've been getting out, you've got to really, you know, avoid the patches. You got to yes. watch where you're driving. You know, some of the guys have lost live well pumps because we're sucking up so much yep. of that garbage grass, running yep. around. But no triple tail. I didn't see any triple tail, but I mean, I've I've seen a lot of surface action. Um, Steve had a flying fish jump in his boat. Uh, cool Thursday. Did you put the, it back out? Hit the customer in the chest. <laughs> I think it oh, died on impact. Okay. You know? But it just shows you there's just, you know, a lot of a lot of sea life. And the thing that was encouraging yesterday was when I was running, I had to run all the way down to Shantytown to where Jeff's living to turn to get into the trough. Because it was just it was lumpy. And it was amazing how pretty blue that water was once right. you got about four miles off the beach. It was gorgeous. Mm. And the first thing you're thinking is, wow, I ought to stop right here. I mean, I, tr- I tried the ledges down there at the Red Tops and got nothing. Right. And so I moved a little further east. But it's just, the water's beautiful in different yeah, places. Yeah, I mean, we, well, we've had, we've had the right wind. We have. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had all that on- onshore wind. To, just to, too much of it. Yeah. Oh, it's been unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, our, our May was our March. That's mm-hmm. right. It, it blew was. like crazy. Yeah, it, it, and it hadn't stopped. I mean, it's. You know, I, I, Scott and I were talking about it on, uh, I, I texted him on Sunday and I said, man, have you seen the 15 day forecast? And he's like, yeah, Southeast every day, every night. I mean, you know, and that's not afternoon. That's all day. It's not, yeah, 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 you know, that, that's what I'm saying. It's all day breeze. and all night. It's, it's not like it's, it's not like it's turning Southwest at, at midnight and blowing offshore. Everything's on shore. And I mean, uh, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, for for us, I mean, we I, Scott and I fished inshore every day this week. Mm-hmm. You know, and probably probably could have made it out. Yes, but they changed the forecast yesterday at six a.m. You it's know, been all over the yeah, place. Yeah, you know, I mean, so it wasn't like um, it, it wasn't like you could plan mm-hmm. on on going offshore. You know, until we got all got to the ramp, we're like, damn, it's blowing out of the southwest. Yeah, you know. But the biggest thing is, is you had a call us off the bridge last month because the inshore fishing was so tough yeah and honestly right now kurt the way the bite is in st augustine i don't need to go out there the bite is perfectly yeah. fine no it's been it's been good is it it's, yeah, good. yeah oh i know it's, it's, we've, we've we've had a good week of fishing um and I, you know i i know you, you're gonna think this is crazy but um i've been averaging at least two or three sheep's head a trip Oh wow! Nice, nice fish. Wow! You know, good uh, ones. Yeah, good ones. Um, how about that? Yeah, how about that? Huh? You know, on the edge of the intercoastal on these. That uh, is uh, unusual. Uh, yeah, very unusual. Go and figure that. Yeah, all on shrimp. You know, um, which uh, and 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 getting a lot of sheep's head bites. A mm. lot of sheep's head bites. So it's 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 been fun. You know, yeah. and, and then you know you throw in a few jacks and a few lady fish in between and and my god the catfish are awful i mean they're just same thing at mayport terrible 
man. The sail cats and yeah. the hard heads. Yeah. They're terrible. I don't know where the crap they came from. I don't either. And they're big ones, too. I mean, yeah. giant. Yeah. You know, you think you got something on there, and you get the, you run over and get the net, and you're going, all right, yeah, get him up. Look and him up real And slow then you now. see the funky kind of runs, and you're going, oh, man. Hey, oh, man. Yeah. I'm going, I know what that is, but I'm not saying it. <laughs> right. I'm encouraging. Right. Oh, that's a red. Yeah, that's a yeah. red. <laughs> then it pops up, and you're going, oh, brother. Yeah. Yeah, more yeah. so the slime. But I found some black feet. drum this weekend. Some yeah. see, place. that's funny because yep. I haven't, I, I have not caught, not even a small one. Nope. I've not I caught got, any black nope. drum. I caught, I caught two good ones yesterday, seventeen inches. Yeah, yeah those, these, those are good ones. These were uh, the ones I had were like eight, ten pounders. Oh, oh no, no, man. no, wow. Yeah, and they were in deep water, forty feet. <laughs> wow. But but it was just you know I, you're not fishing a jig head in forty feet, are you? No, 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 Carolina rig. Okay, you know Carolina yeah. rig and live shrimp or a uh-huh. chunk of crab. Uh-huh. But it's been weird, you know. The inshore fishing's been up and down and up and down and up and down. And one day you'll go out and you'll get two or three reds and you'll get a, a sheephead and you'll get a, a handful of mango snappers. Come in with a nice mess and you go out the next day and it's catfish, catfish, jack, yeah. you know, ladyfish, catfish. And you're like, good gosh. And you're struggling just to put a couple in the cooler yeah. for, the, for the customers to take home and eat or take them over to Singleton's. Are you, this up. time of year, are you keeping any of those ladyfish and cutting them up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? No, no bull reds. Nope. Nobody's been, you know, there's been a handful. I'm just saying that maybe even if, if slot reds. Do you use it for, for slot reds at all? I will a little bit, but I, I am so tuned in. Those doggone fish are so tuned in to eating those pogies. If you can get those pogies yeah. and take them back to those rocks, it's game on. I'll be damned. See, that's it crazy. Yeah, it, it is, is. Well, we're freaking we're, game on. We're all of our red fish, at least for me. Um, I've been carrying mud minnows, been carrying everything, and nothing wants a mud minnow but a flounder. I can't even catch even a little rat red on a on a. But man, you clean all the reds and stuff. They got crabs all in them. Yeah, so they do. Down in Saint Augustine, they're still tuned into shrimp. Yeah, they. That, that's that's. I mean, I'm going through a ton of them too because the mangoes are bad. Yeah. And little eight inches and stuff. So you're going through a bunch of shrimp. Well, we've had a lot of greenies, you know, coming and going on the rocks. Really? So we've had those to jig up, and then you've got pogies have been pretty consistent. I mean, if you go that's out good. and look for them. Yeah, that's you know, good. This week, there was a couple days where we kind of came out, and you, you kind of get that feeling where it's cold, and you're going, oh, man. So, Wind's blowing out of the northeast. Yeah, so for, for all the people that uh, are just tuning in at 7 o'clock, we, <laughs> we got started early. We got yeah. started a little early this morning, and uh, uh, welcome to the uh, Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Captain Scott Shanks in this morning Hello. for, for Lagerman. And uh, obviously, Captain Kirk and I are here, and and, and the, the cool thing is, this time of year, we're, we've we're all fishing just about every day, mm-hmm. um, and I think we kind of co- covered the gamut. Yeah. This week, you know, Kirk, you fish more offshore. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm becoming an inshore guide. <laughs> <laughs> I'm strictly an inshore guide. I do not get a one pounding anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm uh, too old for a pounding. It, it's it it for for our inlet and stuff. I mean, you know, there was well Thursday, no one made it out. Really? Uh, no, 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 no. I mean, like, 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 guy, Al Gumby. You know, they all have bigger boats than we do, and they're all inshore fishing, man. They're they're hell, they're, a legend and a legendary turnaround. And yeah, came the back legend. In. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was lumpy. Yep, yep. I mean, when you get a northeast wind for a day or two, and then you throw a southeast wind on top of it, east southeast, it's just bobbing all over the place. It's confused seas. There's no consistency to, you know, the swell direction. Until you get a, a southeast flow for a day or so, right? Like we did, and it was. I mean, I know I went out Thursday and we fished the shrimp boats and caught some sharks, and then we ran out to the sea buoy, started to settle about midday, 
and there was a lot of little tunies running around, so we were throwing those jigs at those and hooking those. Those mm-hmm. were a lot of fun to catch on, you know, light tackle spin. Which jigs are you throwing? It's a it's a mylar. It's the same one that we bought last year at Strike Zone. Yeah, it's got a little mylar skirt on the back of it, mm-hmm. and then it's it's white silver on top and yeah. it's got a little I'm green gonna, on we, the belly scott and i gotta go buy strike zone afterwards one and a half uh, one and a half ounce you yep. can throw it yep. a country mile with those little you know spinning rods, rods. Yep. Yeah. just stick the rod tip in the water and just run it as fish you know as fast what as you can what are you throwing three thousand series reels i mean you just step up for your inch yeah, right? stratix yeah you step up yep so throwing those little three thousands with a seven and a half foot rod and just rip it yeah and they and they just hammer it you know when they that hit it so like much a freight fun. train and then you always Back drag off, just oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit, you know? slightly, slightly. Let them go, let them go. Where are they going to go? You know, yeah. not yeah. much sand out yeah. there on the bottom, but it was cool. Um, yeah. St. Augustine didn't look this week. I didn't see him yesterday. They're only a foot long, but the ribbon fish showed up in St. Augustine. Oh really? I haven't seen. They're all that. jumping around the inlet the last three days on the incoming tide. Yes, sir. Yep. I yep. Seen but they're that. not big. You know, they're not worth. You know, like you know. Meat Mayhem's going on right now. We got old school next weekend, mm-hmm. next Friday, but they're not big enough to go in there and catch. Yep. Are you yeah. fishing old school? I don't know. A, a lot of dynamics going on with our family right yeah, now. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Kate, Kate, gotcha. Kate's mom and everything. Yep. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, it's, uh, I think it, it looks like looking at the extended forecast. Um, and, and by the way, let's, let's do a, a forecast uh, brought to you by the Bearded Pig. I know Kirk's been there this week because it's right down street from him now. Man, so. they getting to know you real well. Yeah, are they? they? Yeah, like like first, are you name, first basis? name basis. Yeah, they have the greatest takeout <laughs> boxes in the world. <laughs> I mean, it's like the stuff Gordon gives us. Yes. Except it's nicer. It's like mm. a square box. You almost want to save them. You're like, yep. man, yeah, these are great boxes. Take you wash know? that out. We'll reuse it tomorrow. You know, we'll use this takeout box. I'll take my <laughs> lunch in it. You know, bake uh, a dozen cozy cookies and. Take them down to the fire station, you know. Today's south winds 10 knots becoming southeast 10 to 15. I mean, it's just a broken record. Three to four, eight-second intervals. Ugh. Yeah, ugh. Uh, tonight, south winds 10 to 15, three to four. Sunday, southeast winds 10 to 15, three to four. Sunday night, southeast winds 10 to 15, three to four. And I'm, this is, honest goodness, I'm, I'm reading this, okay. Monday, southeast winds 10 to 15, seas three to four. Monday night, southeast winds 10 to 15, seas 3 to 4. Uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, it looks like it's really going to back off. That uh, would be so nice. Yeah. yeah t- Tuesday is southeast at 10, 2 to 3, and then Wednesday, southeast at 5. And if you look at Windfinder, um, the extended forecast for Thursday and Friday, I believe they're calling for southwest. Yep. So it's going to be perfect for, for all. <clears throat> For everyone who's just like kind of on the fence about fishing old school I'm not, next week, um, you're not no, on the fence. There is no on the fence this time, boys. Yeah, yeah, we, we're gonna, we're gonna. Yeah, I talk, mean talk Friday they're that. talking at five a.m. seven knots of wind out of south southwest. There you and go. Then, and then they're talking about eight <clears throat> to eleven to around two, anywhere from five to seven knots of wind. Oh man, seas oh, man. two two point eight feet at eight seconds. There we go. Uh-oh. So yeah. looks like we get a little settled here. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah. Finally, it is you know, hey, June fifth. My wife asked me yesterday how I feel. She's up in Pennsylvania, and I said I feel like I've been riding a mule. Yeah, on an old dirt road and, for a and, week. And, and you know, it's Scott and I. We're, we're talking about this. We're all getting a little older, right? And yeah. uh, I, I, I just, I, I was not going to go and get my butt beat this uh-uh. week. I, 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 
we had perfect morning tides. Yeah. You know, and it, it was funny because I fished with Doug Wenzel on on Wednesday. And <laughs> it, and seriously, I mean, this is honest to goodness truth. I, I'm, I had all the rods on the boat, everything. Mm-hmm. Inshore, offshore, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. I needed to do, right? I'm idling. I'm coming out of Comanche Cove. I've got the radio on Channel 11, and I'm listening, you know, and I'm listening. And nobody's found any bait, you know. And then, and then I hear a guy, I found it north of the desert. And then, and then I'm like listening. He goes, "Man, it's a little, little sloppy out here." And I, I looked at Doug, and I go, "Let's just go inshore fishing." Yeah, <laughs> you know, I said, "Let's go buy seven dozen shrimp." And man, we had the best day. Yeah. I mean, with, uh, absolutely the best inshore day I've had this year. Period, awesome. bar none. I mean, big reds, sheep's head, everything. Nice trout. I mean, I had a hell of a day. So I, I and then you know Thursday it blew. There was no, yeah. there was no. Question about lumpy, yeah, about Thursday, and then and then yesterday, like I said, I had both sets of rods, but Scott and I, uh, we've 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 kind of been by ourselves, you know, yeah. uh, fishing, and it's it's been it's been kind of nice. I have not seen a boat in that creek in four days. I've been all by myself. Yeah. Oh wow. Cool. Yeah. So, you know, that's uh, that, that, that's always nice. You got some tides. Tides brought to you by Angie Subs right there on the corner of Beach and Penman. And the one thing that makes Angie so good, folks, is the bread. Is the bread baked fresh every day by Sonati's Bakery yep. right there on Pimmon. Their bread is the best. Bro. Oh uh-huh. man, the guy runs a tight ship over there. Anyway, you got a falling tide this morning. You got uh, so there was a high tide of five twenty four a.m. Low tides eleven thirty seven a.m. So they're talking about a three point seven minus point eight. It's not going to rip. I mean, it's going it, to be nice. It could be gentle. Low. Low. Did you see how low it yeah. got yesterday? Yesterday, scary man. low. Yeah, yeah, it was. And and, and I the, mean, like the, not the, getting back to the boat ramp low. Yeah. The 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 funny thing is, you know, you kind of get into a a, a a pattern when you're fishing inshore like that. And yeah. and every time, I I would always I always look at my clock. You know, okay, okay. The today the tide stopped at let's say eleven ten. Mm. You know, and on on Wednesday it did. And so on Thursday, I went and hit my second spot, my, my first spot, and it was it was okay. But I was looking forward to hitting my second spot. And when I got there, the tide had quit. Yeah, quit moving. And, and it, it was it was yeah. a, like like an hour and a half early mm-hmm. than it was the day before. I'm like, and I asked Scott, I said, "Did you see it? And it, it did. It just you know, I, I, obviously I didn't catch anything. Nope. You know, um, for like about an hour. Yeah, it was anything. it was the weirdest. And then yesterday, it hit. The, the outgoing tide never stopped. Never stopped. I mean, it was just it just ripped yep. the whole time. Yep. I mean, as a matter of fact, he's up in a creek and he's like, "I got to get out of here." <laughs> he <laughs> Don't time to move. Make it. Yeah, yeah. Better move soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. I got to tell you a funny story about the two you just brought up: the bearded pig and Angie Sub. I called Kirk. I don't know what was it ago? A week it's and about, a half about ago? Two weeks ago? Two weeks ago? On a Monday? I, on a just Monday? The, the other day? Yeah, just yeah, the other the day. Other yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Anymore? Anymore? It's just the other day. So Kathy and I had to come up to Jacksonville or something. I said, Kirk, I'm coming up. I'm gonna I'm coming to you. I'll buy you dinner. I'm going to the bearded pig. I gotta try it. No problem. So he said, I said, where exactly is it from the house? And he tells me where it is. Kevin, I get down there and there's no cars in the parking lot. And I went, Yeah. It's a Monday. Days run together. I didn't think right, about it. You didn't it. think right. about it. Yeah, didn't like, let me know. They're closed. Oh, no. <laughs> so oops. all the way back to Angie Subs. I said, I got to, I got, I mean, I don't want to say one a, and two, but right, I got yeah. a backup. Right. Yeah. So we yeah. went and ate dinner in Angie Subs. Good. That's a good, that's a good backup. Yeah. Uh, but anyhow, I was little, my mouth was watering for the bearded pig, looking forward to it after hearing everything about you guys talking yeah. about it. Yeah. I was like, damn it. Yeah. 
He likes his barbecue. And he's hey, never, he's never, I did never, too, man. He's never eaten, he's never That's eaten what I had for dinner last never night. Eaten hey, what the heck, you know? Oh, we had taco night last night. Taco, taco night last night? Cool. man. Cool. Yeah. Regular tacos or venison tacos? Um, Actually, last night was um, regular simply for the fact that, you know, we bought all that meat. Yeah. Um, we bought like half a cow. <laughs> Yeah, um, and that was that was in November, and I still have so much damn really? hamburger. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> you have no idea how much meat a half cow is <laughs> until you buy it. I'll tell you though, that's really honestly not a bad way to go. To be totally honest with you, yeah, I mean, it, I it, mean, if you look at it in the long run okay, of so, doing it, so you know? so with with your, uh, I mean, every kind of steak that you can imagine, right? Yep, uh, every kind of roast that you can imagine. Anyway, it was two one hundred quart. Coolers, uh, and, I, and I mean like packed. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Who went we, in? You and Daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grandpa Jimmy bought the other oh, half. Grandpa and I bought, Jimmy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and, wow. uh, and 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 it 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 came out to an average of three dollars a pound. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, What's I mean, I'm that? talking T-bone. I'm talking every everything. Yeah, pork, ribeyes. Yeah. Everything, man. I mean, nice. and and I can promise you that probably for at least a year, maybe a year and a half. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna have to buy red meat. Awesome. I mean, that's cool. You got to have the freezer space. Yeah, you better have yeah. a good you floor know, freezer. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, but yeah, and it's all it's totally like it's your cow. I mean, yeah. it's all organic. I mean, oh no right. kidding. Oh yeah, you call and order your yeah, cow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. Hey RJ, uh, Jeff's on Opal over there. Is he? Yeah. I just got, oh. I just got a text from him. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, rattles cage. Uh huh. <laughs> Time to go. Did you get him? He's working. Yeah, he's working. He's working. Yep. But it's been an in. Hey. Hey. Good morning. Jeff. Oh. I heard him. I did hear him too. Either that or is my conscience speaking to me. (laughs) Hello. Hello. (laughs) Are you there? I told you not to do that. Exactly. Don't push that button. Don't touch the red button. (laughs) Don't touch it. Yeah. You mean that button? Been a been a um been a strange year, man. I, the I last mean, six I, weeks I, I, have I, been about as yeah. odd as it can get. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I mean, running in. I, I cannot believe, sir. I cannot believe it's June 5th and I have kingfished one time. It's that's just it's. I have I haven't put a downrigger down yet. Scott hasn't even been offshore. I haven't been offshore. Yeah. Somebody asked me the other day at the dock. I was cleaning fish, and the guy goes, "What is your favorite thing to do?" And I said, "Look, man, I I love it all." Yeah. But I said, you got to love a clicker going off on a rod when something's just chili whopped it. Yep. And I said, I don't care if it's a toonie, it's a jack, it's a kingfish, it's a sailfish. It's just exciting. Yeah. And this time of the year, to be standing there in the boat like yesterday and trolling along and that doggone outrigger line just goes, whoom, and it just goes off. It's I've, exciting. I've missed it. I've missed it. It's yeah. exciting. And people ask you, you know, hey, what's your – and I say, hey. If you really want to like target a blackfin tuna, a, a sailfish, even a mahi, yeah, you know the last two weeks of May and really the month of June. Yep, that's right. Mm-hmm. Is our time. Yeah, and man, it's just I've lost a lot of trips this year because I mean that's what they wanted to do because I pump up that time of year. Yeah, yeah. But you, if if you can't get offshore, you can't get offshore. I know that. I mean, why, I, I mean it, they all understand that. Don't get me wrong. But no, no, it's I, just... I know. But and you know, for for us, Kirk and Saint Augustine, it's it's really, it's the inlet. Our inlet has changed. That inlet's scary, man. I'm telling you, man. I well, mean, and that's that's gonna de- 
that's going to deter people from making the run. Yeah. It I mean, has deterred me because yeah. it scares me. It truly does. I've been out that in it all my life. Yeah. I mean, we've had a lot of southeast now. blow, too. Yeah. So you got to consider that, too. If you're going, oh, you're yeah. going north, it's going to be comfortable, but guess what? Yeah, you got to come back. You got to go home. Yeah, exactly. And guess what? It's going to get worse, not better. <laughs> as the day goes yeah, on. As the day yeah. goes on. So I'm always yeah. so I'm so enthralled by watching different people when they come out of our inlet and they start spreading out, and and people go, "Which way are you going?" And I'm always going, "You don't need to ask that question." Exactly. I'm going the easier yep. way. Yep. You know, I'm going to push down south. So that I can turn into it and have it at my back yeah. going home. Yeah, I mean, I'm, you got to think like that. Yeah, you do. You yeah. Well, the, the scary thing is, Kirk, is I put in at the ramp down there where Kevin used to live and where I live, down at the south ramp down there. And when I get coming up to that inlet and I hit like Davis Shores docks and all that, mm-hmm. when I got to back off the throttle because it's going whoom, whoom, there ain't no way in hell that inlet's ever pretty. If I'm already hitting a, yeah. a three-foot swell. Coming out you know, of the ramp? Oh, out, of, out of the Volana ramp, it's breaking on the rocks. Yeah. Wow. I mean, and that tells you what that inlet's going to be, and yeah. if you want to try. Yeah. It. I mean, it's it's really strange, man. Since they took out that sandbar, they screwed it all up. I mean, it's it is it's it's totally different. Wow. You know, because again, you got that huge body of water now. Mm-hmm. You know, from the Volano Bridge, going to a little skinny body of water, right. going through the inlet. Right, you know where it, when when you had that sandbar, mm-hmm. you had a, a you know a, a, little a, a, a little flow on one side and a little flow on the other, and it, and it went out and not not now, man, it rushes out of there. And, and you know that halfway out the end, it's like fifty feet of water, but once you get about to the end of the Jetty Rocks, it comes up to like twenty four, twenty five feet. So you up. watch that, you watch those waves back it up right there, and you yep. can look at it and go, huh, that's no fun. Yeah. All right, let's take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Give us a call, 641-1010. Captain Kirk Waltz, Captain Scott Shank. I'm Captain Kevin Favor. We'll be right back. Hey, folks, uh, if you've got, um, like, your brother-in-law's trailer sitting in your driveway because you you, you might have a piece of property that, that, that allows that, and you're like, dude, um, I really need you to get the trailer off of my property, yeah. or I can't cut the grass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't cut the grass. I mean, you know, you. I like Mister Nice Guy. Yeah, yeah. So you need to tell him about Stackham Storage. Yep. Because they'll come pick up the boat trailer. They'll take it to dry storage and do a five point inspection. They get everything taken care of, and then when you need it back, they'll bring it back to you. Again, go to Stack M Storage, and and if you put in promo code. Favor, oh, F-A-V-E-R, gosh. you get a $50 gift certificate from Strike Zone. How good is okay, that? Okay, there you go. Wow. I'm, I'm here for you. How good Looking out be? for the brother. You know? <laughs> That's right. All right, do we have logs? I'm here. There you are. What's yeah, up, I hear buddy? the Tweety Birds. Good morning. I hear the Tweety hear, Birds, yeah. too. Yeah, you should hear the uh, the dogs in the background, too. There's like a, a dog kennel across the way here. So, But <clears throat> we're, we're in uh, Hendersonville, North Carolina. Oh, right? We're outside the town of Hendersonville, North Carolina. Beautiful country. Yeah, <clears throat> Kirk, I mean, really beautiful country. Uh, coming up the mountains and everything, and, and the whole reason we're up here is uh, my daughter Taylor is going to a summer camp for a couple weeks, and so it's like one of those things where they do horseback and archery. Oh, that's and cool. Swimming, and I mean, it's a, 
Uh, thank goodness, I mean, North Carolina's got a little little bit of left-leaning, but uh, this camp is very open to having, you know, the, the archery and that kind of thing, so it's cool. I mean, yeah. So yeah. She, she's excited about it, and then we're actually dropping her off here at 10 o'clock this morning, and then going to be able to spend some time with my dad and his wife up here, because they, they, uh, they got a place in Lake Lure that they spend some time at in the summertime, so, uh, so we'll be able to do a little bit of both, man. It's going to be good. How cool is that? It's very cool. Yeah, it's nice. What's the weather it's like? Nice. Uh, it's gorgeous right now. I mean, it's literally sitting here on the porch mm -hmm. and have a blanket over my legs, you know? I mean, it's a little really? chilly. Really? That's kind of, <laughs> kind of like an old man kind of yeah, thing, isn't it? Really. I mean, I don't yeah, think I would have, uh, you know, said well, that. Well, I mean, I got the blanket. I don't have it on me, but I mean, I got it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. We understand. Yeah, you know, just, just to be macho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hey. Yeah. You know. <laughs> You're nice. drinking your coffee out of a beer mug, right? So what's what's yeah, on the? I, I, what, did you did you take the fly rods? You know that's the thing that I screwed up. I forgot my little my little, and I've got a little uh, five weight, and I meant to throw it into the toolbox of the truck when I left, and I forgot it, and I'm not very happy about that. I forgot one other thing too, and so I forgot two things to bring with me, and and the fly rod, and and I have to get into the habit of just leaving the fly rod in the toolbox. Yes. And then that way, I always have it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that, that surprised me because I, I would have thought that that was, like, number two or three on the list to do while you're up I there. I know, man. I know. You know, you're packing up and you're getting, because we got Taylor and her friend and we got yep. all their stuff and, you know, I'm lifting coolers, you. I'm lifting, ca you know, suitcases. Yeah, you know, that's, that's, so, that's so funny because, like, when... Kayla used to hunt with me a lot, mm -hmm. you know, and she was, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. I mean, when you, so when you get up at five o'clock, you, you have to think for two, right? You can't, oh, yeah. you know, you're not, you're not thinking about your, yourself. You're, no. you're, you're going, okay, wait a minute. I got to get her gun or, or her bow. And, you know, I got to make sure she's got her camo laid out and, and you're just, there's so many other things going on besides. Oh, I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. special It ain't just one stuff. pack of crackers and go. Right, no, no, thing, no, no, exactly. You, know? you got to yeah. pack, yeah, yeah, you got, you know, there's you other things you got to think about. and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. So, I get yeah, it. Yeah, so, oh well, but uh, this week was up in Georgia a little bit and uh, the weather from this past weekend was absolutely gorgeous as you guys, I was telling you guys about on the show last weekend. Yeah. And and uh, did some bass fishing with Dylan this weekend. It was pretty cool. We had a little contest. It was it was the spin rod versus the fly rod because Ooh. Dylan's become this fly rod. I mean, just snob. Not, he loves the fly rod. <laughs> mm -hmm. And and I got out to an early lead on him, and I was using like a little soft plastic jerk bait. It was a yum bait, and it's an Arkansas shiner, and it's like a kind of like a, a jerk bait. What's got like this tail that's real floppy you know uh -huh. lots of action and i got out i mean i think i caught one on every cast for like the first four casts oh you giving like, it to bam, him bam 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 oh and i was just giving it to him <laughs> and then later on towards the end the fly rod actually got more bites as it was starting to get dark i mean it was darn near every every other cast he was getting one so pretty cool to see and, and what, see what, what, what was he throwing uh, I don't know, but here's the crazy thing. Yeah. He's tying his own flies now. Oh, wow. very cool. Wow. Well, he has gotten yeah. into it. Yeah. 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 He's tying his own flies now. And, and, uh, but uh, Kevin, I wish I could tell you, but I mean, it's, 
I mean, what, I, I'm just saying, it, was it like a like a longer feather? I mean, I'm trying to think of like bass fishing. You know, what, 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 what's one of the most famous? Well, flies a, a dart, a clouser, 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 clouser. Thank you, clouser. Okay. Yep. It was a clouser. Gotcha. And he was using a clouser. Okay. And, and that was getting bites, and then he had on this topwater thing that had like a real floppy looking tail kind of thing and, uh -huh. and and it's it went right mate once it got wet it got maybe an inch below the surface so kind of started out top water and then it just went subsurface a little bit anyway and that worked really good but the the, the fly tying thing is pretty interesting because and he's excited about it because he has actually started to to create a lot of things of his own based on what we use in salt water with our baits. Sure. You know, yeah. so he's trying to imitate some of those. So it's pretty cool to see. And it takes a lot of patience. And it's something that, that's something that I don't have. So uh, I'm very need, happy to see that he's got that patience. You need to get him hooked up with Larry Minyard one time. Yeah, you do. Larry has been totally tying do. his own flies for as long as I've known him. And he is an expert at it. Yeah. And I, he's got I, and all I, and I kind told, of funky designs. I actually had... I told Dylan, I said, once you tie some, I said, go ahead and uh, take a picture of, of a group of them. I said, because I want to send pictures to, to Larry, because I thought Larry would <clears throat> would get a kick out of it. And he actually has been sending some pictures to Bob McNally, because Bob is is one of the ones who spent some time with Dylan, yeah. you know, when he sort of started out. Sure. Fly oh, yeah. So, but it's but it's cool. I mean, it's cool to see. Yeah, I mean, that that's a cool passion. You know what that's I mean? Great yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. yeah, I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, get, get, get them out of the house. Well, that's, yeah, I mean, I, he's I in like, college. I like that's the fly a cheap. Rod too, yeah. And yeah. But I, I like it being you know, when you're catching brim. Yeah. That that's you know, as a kid, we didn't really have true fly rods. We had rods that we acted like we were fly rod fishing. Mm -hmm. And so, I would like to get on a bite of fish to, or bite of brim to where you can use the fly rod and use like a little popping bug. To me, mm -hmm. that would be a lot of fun. So. But I, but I, I'm getting better, you know. I'm getting coached up by Dylan. He's coaching me up on the fly rod, casting, all that kind of stuff. And I'm not gr very good, but but I'm trying. Yeah. It, it's it's like anything else. So it takes practice, man. You do. Oh, yeah. It's an art. You, you, yeah, it's it's an it's absolute an art. art. You know? There's something to yeah, it. See, see, my but. my instinct, and and you guys know me, is to muscle it. Sure. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> well. It's just like my hook sets. You know, you, sometimes you just wanna. You know, put the muscle to it, and and you really can't do that with a fly rod. No, it's finesse. It's, uh, it's all about yeah. It's finesse. A timing, pace, tempo, and it really doesn't require muscle. And that's something that you know I'm I'm learning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I, I know that. Uh, and God bless the soul. But uh, my 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 neighbor Bo, um, who passed away years ago, he was a he was a master mm -hmm. fly fisherman, and. If if you if you saw this guy Jeff, you're like, really, dude? You don't have to throw a fly rod, and mm -hmm. they they had a retention pond in the back, and and he would try to teach me. But watching him throw a fly rod, I swear to you, dude, was was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was it was crazy how good he was at it. Yeah, you know, I mean, it was uh, what was the movie River Runs Through It? Yep. Or, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. God, I mean, it, it was yeah, it, 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 it was it was it was like watching that. Yep. man. I mean, mm. this guy was amazing. It's like you said, Jeff. He, he was a like a Skinny guy, you know, mm. not, not very muscle wise, right? It, but but his form on 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 a nine weight was, uh, dude, he could he could throw it like on, on a dime. Yeah, I mean, it was it was cool as hell to see. Yeah, I want to get. I just want to get to where I'm adequate. You yeah, know, that's I don't right. Be, you know, I don't need to be. 
a river runs through it. Kind yeah, of no, no, no. I know, but you know the 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 problem with us, Jeff, is we have a a, a spin rod mentality. mentality you absolutely. know, and and you can't you can't have that mentality when you when you're fly fishing. That's almost like well, and here let me add this real quick. Is that because everybody always says that fly fishing is the art of it? Which I totally agree. I mean, I love watching somebody fly cast. I yeah. mean, it, it is art. But I also believe that throwing a spin rod, there's some art to that too, you know? So, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, listen. I mean, again, you know, I had guys, two guys on the boat yesterday, and, and one of them admittedly hadn't fished since he was 10, you know, and he, the last time he fished was with a Zepco. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Jeff, I mean, when, whenever you sit there and watch people like just mm-hmm. completely struggle with a spinning rod, you're, you're right. There, there is yeah. an art to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. We, we take it for granted. We do. You know? 100%. It's 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 learned muscle movement. You know, you get used to it, and you know how to balance the rod in your hand. Same thing with a fly rod. I yeah. mean, it's all about finesse. Yep. You know, and how to throw and how to back cast and wait for it to roll and then snap it forward. It's not whipping it like you do with a yeah. spinning rod. You know, it's just a different body motion. Absolutely. All right, let's take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. We're all here this morning. If you want to give us a call, six four one ten ten. And folks, don't forget Claude Dolan Cadillac. If you uh. If you need anything worked on, they, they work on every make and model vehicle that uh, that you can drive. And, and also, if you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle, only place to go. I've done it numerous times at Claude Dolan Cadillac. They'll find exactly what you want at the exact price. Located on Southside Boulevard, just north of JTP. We'll be right back. Jeff Lagerman here for Thick Pen Heating and Cooling. There is nothing worse than being uncomfortable in your own home. That's why we here on The Outdoor Show only deal with thick pen when it comes to our heating and cooling systems. For the rare times when it's cold outside, we want our system to warm us up. And when it's hot outside, like it is the majority of the time, we want our systems to cool us down, maybe even make us a bit frosty. That's why we always call Joey and Mike at Big Pen. They can handle everything from fixing current systems, setting up regular maintenance to keep those systems running smoothly, or when it's time, to upgrade your home's heating and cooling system with a more dependable and efficient one. And most important, you can trust Joey and Mike at Thick Pen Heating and Cooling to make those decisions like they have for us. So for all your heating and cooling needs, go to thickpenhvac.com or call Thick Pen Heating and Cooling at 904-448-1962. That's Thick Pen Heating and Cooling, 904-448-1962. Hey everybody, do you store your boat and boat trailer separately? I know you take great care of your boat, but what about your boat trailer? Is it stored in a field exposed to all kinds of weather? Tires getting dry rotted, trailer rusting out? You want to use the trailer to go on a trip, but is it ready to go? I want to tell you about a better boat trailer storage solution. Stackham Storage. They pick up your boat trailer and store it in a secure indoor facility out of the elements to a five-point inspection and deliver it back to you, ready to go, where and when you need it. It's all included in one low monthly cost. So do your boat trailer a favor. Go online at stackmstorage.com and order your first pickup. That's stackmstorage.com. Or just call my good buddy Captain Pat at 904-962-9605. Use coupon code FAVOR, F-A-V-E-R, and get a $50 Strike Zone gift card. In Mayport Village, just past the ferry landing on the way to the Mayport boat ramp, 
with Simon Boat Sales has been helping local boat owners sell their boats for 13 years. My friend Guy Morrison is the owner broker and is always looking for late model used bay boats, flats, center console, and recreational boats for his inventory to offer for boaters all over and buyers. When you're looking to buy that next fishing or recreational boat, contact Guy at Consignment Boat Sales in Mayport. Check out the website at Jack's Boating, that's J-A-X, boating.com or give him a call at 249-6225. 15 to 30 foot consignment boat sales in Mayport Village handles all types of fishing, recreational boats, flat boats to deck boats, bay boats to bow riders. Stop by and talk to Guy about your boat needs, whether you're selling or buying. From the first step of valuing the boat to handling the closing documents, Guy's here for you at consignment boat sales in Mayport Village. Visit him or give him a call at 249-6225. That's 249-6225. Do you want to get away from all the craziness? Well, I have a suggestion for you. Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Steenhatchee River Club. If you want to experience some old Florida, just a little over three hours from Jacksonville, you should make your way to Steenhatchee River Club. They offer everything from accommodations, fishing, scalloping, or just relaxation. And when you talk about fishing out of Steenhatchee, you're talking about some of the best trout red fishing in the state. Also, grouper snapper fishing is fantastic. You can take your own boat or rent an inshore boat, pontoon boat, or even a kayak. So if you want to escape to Florida's Big Bend and discover why so many folks are enjoying Florida's best kept secret, just go to sthrclub.com and check out all they have to offer. And by the way, when you're sitting on the screen porch of your cabin, this is what you're going to hear. That's right. Nothing. Remember, that's strhclub.com. Steen Hatchie River Club. The Nimic Buick GMC Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Favor, Captain Kurt Waltz, Captain Scott Shank, Lagerman's on Opal, and this segment is brought to you by Coastal Equipment. Two locations. Don't don't forget now, Jacksonville and McClenny. And whether you want a Kubota tractor like we have, or you need steel power equipment like we have, or you gravely turn zero mower like we have, <laughs> Coastal Equipment's the only place to go. And, uh, it, and I'm, I'm preaching to the choir, right, Logs? I mean, you got the same thing. Where'd he go? I don't know. I was going to tell him how good this brisket was, though. No, I, I, I sent him a picture. <laughs> Did you really? Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, 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 and he literally didn't know because he said, Gordon, question mark. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, do we need to go to these phone lines? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, let's, uh, or Jay, let's go, let's go talk to Chan. Or, uh, yeah, Chan this morning. Lord Chan. Hey, good morning, guys. I'm glad to hear you all talking about fly fishing. It's yeah. coincidental that last night I was listening the uh, old podcast uh-huh. from 2019, and wow. y'all were just poo-pooing the heck out of fly fishing because you don't catch as many fish. So anyway, I'm glad to hear that Jeff's getting hooked on it. Um, as far as Dylan goes, the first coast fly fishers here in Jacksonville is a teaching club. Yep. When I when I first came here 20 years ago, I went to the traditional anglers clubs. I won't name any of them, but uh. You know, they tend to be drinking and clannish and wouldn't share spots with you. I went to First Coast Fly Fishers. They literally said, see that fish right there? Throw it right there. Then when I couldn't throw it right there, they're like, whoa, wait a minute. Let us teach you how to cast. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I was actually the president of the club 15 years ago. And uh, it's a lot like golf, Kevin. I know you play golf a lot. Yep. And 
and you can take a guy that weighs 130 pounds, got his mechanics right, and he'll outdrive a guy that weighs 250 that doesn't have his mechanics right. Correct. And uh, fly casting is not nearly as technical, but there's some very small things. People think you move the rod on an arc like a clock face, and you do not. I mean, you can, but you won't get the fly to go anywhere. But uh, if, if uh, logs will take Dylan over to, you know, uh, your sponsor has a fly shop now. Um, yeah, yeah, strike zone. strike zone. That's where that's yeah. where he bought his equipment. Oh, he, he trust me, yeah. he's been there many times and spent money, plenty of money already. <laughs> yeah, well, yours or his? Yours or his? I think it was Dad. <laughs> yeah. there's, a, there's a young man in there named Gavin Lover. Yeah, who is an orbit certified casting instructor. Uh, Gavin's probably about 25, and that kid he grew up on the river, literally on the river down uh, uh, across from. Uh, uh, south of Green Coast. Okay. So the kid knows how to fish. He can tie unbelievable flies, and he can teach Dylan the basic mechanics of fly casting. And if Dylan never wants to go catch a redfish in the grass, I got walk-in spots. I don't even use a boat. I got walk-in spots, you know, where I catch reds in the grass every year. And, you know, uh, unlike sheephead, red in the grass is one of the easiest fish there is to catch. Yep. And uh, where sheephead is the most difficult. Absolutely. I hooked nine sheep head on the fly and, and landed one. Yeah. Uh, what? Really? That's that's the percentage for sheep's head? Yeah. Well, I think, Jeff, the reason is that the, I think the fly gets hung in their teeth because they uh, they always get off almost right at your feet every time. They'll be laying in front of you and start flopping, and that's when they yeah. get off. Uh, and uh, I literally, you know, y'all were talking about a, a record sheep heads the other day. I walked in down at St. Augustine. This has been about 10 years ago. And saw something on the surface. Water was slick, calm. And at first, I thought maybe it was baby raccoons that got caught out in the tide, or rats, or something, because I kept seeing this black thing coming up about seventy yards away. And I thought, what in the heck is that? So I slowly started walking that way. And finally, I got about twenty yards from it, and it rolled. And what it was was a big sheep head that was reaching up and slurping yep. grass off the grass. Yep. And, and she was headed for the creek. I made a long cast. Uh, and just happened to drop it right in front of her. She took it. I fought her. I was already picturing myself on the front cover of Florida Sportsman magazine <laughs> and uh, staying there with my, my line class tippet record. And, I mean, she was as big as a hubcap, and she was literally laying right at my knees, exhausted. I reached down to grab her, and the hook popped out, and she was so tired she just laid there for a minute. So I tried to grab her anyway, and she got away. But anyway, that's uh. That's the way sheephead are. Uh, you can literally walk up to a sheephead and kick him. They don't spook like redfish do. Nope. Uh, I mean, they're, they're but getting them to bite a fly. I had one take a spoon one time, a spoon fly, and, and I was literally 10 feet from this fish. I didn't see her suck it in, but when I pulled my spoon fly up, it was completely crushed. So the fish had brought it in, crushed it, spit it back out, and I never even picked that uh, up. And, and, and listen, Chan, I mean, I've been wade fishing on those flats for 20 years. And my favorite thing to do is catch sheep's head. It's fast. Mm-hmm. And and the, the, the crazy thing, because I throw fiddler crabs, and yeah. you know, I, I literally can toss it right to that sheep's head, and, and I'm looking at my fiddler crab, and all of a sudden the fiddler crab's gone. I'm like, how did – I didn't even <laughs> see it, you know? How did he yeah, do that? Exactly. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. It, they're well, started, amazing. I started using top water for the redfish. I tie a grasshopper on a very small circle hook. Yep. And uh, – uh, and that's what I fish for the redfish 
slowly raise their whole head out of the water and just suck it in, yep. whereas other ones will hit it like a torpedo and almost yank the rod out of your hand. So it gives you a visual. Sure. Uh, too. So, but, good. yeah, if Dylan ever wants to uh, walk in and learn how to catch uh, reds in the grass, I, I'll be glad to take him. All right, buddy. Appreciate it, Chan. Awesome. Thank you Got for it. the <laughs> offer, Chan. <laughs> Just real quick before I know that, uh, you guys are about to go to another call, but question. Yeah. Is, is it considered okay to put a a fiddler crab on a hook <laughs> with a fly rod? Only if you're Kirk. Yeah. Absolutely. You want to catch a fish? Yeah. <laughs> you can't catch anything with that fly, you better get to work. Okay. I'll never forget that when oh. we were down in the Bahamas. Larry thought that was cheating. Well, we were fishing the flats one day, just Kirk and I, right? And he's got the fly rod. Yeah. I'm, in, I'm impressed, right? We don't walk 20 feet. Dude's got a fish on. I'm like, holy crap, Kirk, you're good at yeah. this, man, you know? And I got my back turned, you know, and I'll start walking. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, I got another one. And I'm like, hold on, dude. And then I look back there, and he's he, he got he's dragging a little bottle. He's got fiddler crabs jumping. Really? And, and, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Work like a champ. <laughs> I mean, I did that when we were down in, in the Bahamas with Keith Gibbs and his brother Gil, and we were walking that little flat over there by Keith's house, and they're flowing. They go, look, look, there's another school of bonefish coming in. I go, oh, where? Right there against the rocks. Watch them. And they're all throwing at it, and that fish are going down, and I reach over my little Ziploc bag and go, all right, there we go. One little fiddler. Take my fly rod and just go, boop. Man, those doggone bonefish would run right to it. Bam! Stop sign. And Larry's like, oh, you got one? I go, oh, that's a good one, man. <laughs> Hold it up. Let me get your picture, you know. Five minutes later, got another one on. What are you doing over there, man? I want to see your fly. I was like, no, you can't see my fly. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Uh, all right, before we take a break, let's go talk to Noel. He's been hanging on. What's up, Noel? Hey, good morning, fellas. Good. Good morning. How are you? Uh, good. Headed to the beach. Did a little surf fishing as normal, but heard you guys talking about uh, fly fishing, and I just had to relay my one experience. I, I think, like y'all, if you're fishing with the right equipment and everything is just right, it doesn't. I say it doesn't matter if it's bluegill, bluefish, or blue marlin. Right. As long as you're, as long as you're having a good time, that's what counts, right? Yeah, that's exactly what Absolutely. counts. Absolutely. Yep. So I thought I would try fly fishing. So we're on vacation up in the Smoky Mountains, and I see these guys, and I, I was like, okay, I'm going to try this. But I did the right thing. I called around. I found an Orvis-endorsed guide, mm-hmm. and he took me on the three-hour Gilligan tour. <laughs> and what that consisted was one hour was just learning how to cast. Yeah. You know, I'm used to a 13-foot surf rod with a four-ounce sinker. Oh, a whole different game. But that experience up there in those creeks of uh, North Georgia and – one hour of casting, I thought my arm was going to fall off because it's all about, like y'all said, it's like the art. Yep. And I managed to get uh, four, I think it called rises, where the, where the trout actually took the fly and lost one at my feet. But I landed a two-and-a-half, three-pound rainbow. Uh-huh. And you thought it, I, I, it, was like, it was like landing a 200-pound tarpon. I know. I did it. I did it in January. It was it yeah. was awesome. I, yeah. I I had a great time. All right, no, we got to take a break. But I got to ask you, uh, surf fishing. How have you yep. been? Has it been good? Uh, yeah, except for battling the sargasso grass yep. Uh, yep. the last couple of weeks. Oh yep. boy, it's been um, brutal. We've still got a few pompano in the area. Most of them are already in North Carolina. Uh, whiting bite pretty consistent, and I already had one of those weird bites. Uh, uh, 
uh, Buddy caught a nice big triple tail in the surf. How about that? Wow. Never, awesome. never seen that before. Yeah, I um, I, I and I didn't have a chance to to show Scott this yesterday, but and, and this is this is honest to goodness truth. I caught the biggest whiting yesterday that I've ever caught. Really? Ever. Wow. Now, I, I, I'm, How big? How big? Jeff, this fish was. You thought all, it was a redfish when he rolled up? Yeah, this. I know. I thought it was a giant catfish because it had that same color. You yep. know that that dark yep. color. Yep. Jeff, I, it was close to three pounds. Wow. And, and, and I, wow. I, I mean, I, I I literally couldn't get my hands. Inshore? Huh? Yeah, inshore. Okay. I, I, it, it, I couldn't wow. get my hands around her belly. Oh, wow. 20 I mean, inches? It, 21 inches? Yeah, yeah, probably 20. I showed it to Dumas, and he's like, that's the biggest whiting I've ever seen. I mean, this, it was giant. Wow. That's wild. Yeah, it was wild. You know, pull and drag, you know, like, like oh, I, yeah. I thought for sure it was either a catfish or, a, you know. Rat red. So, you know, rat red. And when it came up there, I said, oh, it's catfish. You know, because, again, it had that dark gray color. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, that's a whiting. That's going yeah. in the cooler. Oh, it went yeah. in the cooler. Yeah. Nice. So, <laughs> like like you guys taught me, there are no fences and there are no gates. It, it, you just it, never know. Exactly. You don't. No, we appreciate it, buddy. You have a great day. Thanks, guys. Yeah, man. 641-1010. 641-1010. If you want to give us a call right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. <laughs> that's my buddy Ed Tesla. Yeah. Hey, uh, you did the, you did the, you did the test drive what two weeks ago? On, on the oh, oh my gosh yes I did it uh, two weeks ago on uh-huh. the and it was on the I did a kayak and obviously we we won my team won a kayak from the El Chipo. And then so in order for me and Dylan to go together, I had to go and check out another one because I was like, you know, you got to have two. Uh So I test drove one of the pedal drive kayaks and it was awesome. And I got to stop you real real quick. Seriously, serious question. All right. You're six, six, right? Six, five, six, five. Okay. All right. So, so, so are you comfortable? I mean, are your knees hitting you in the chest? I, I can I can tell you this the one the one that I test drove I was shocked because when I got in and I moved the seat as far back as it would go right just to see uh, because I said to, to myself there's no way that that I'm going to be able to uh, have enough leg room right I was thinking right. that it, I would still have bent knees because it's yeah. like riding a recum, recumbent bike when you do the pedal drive I had the seat all the way back and I swear to you I could not pedal it. Because it was the pedals too were too far away. Oh, we, oh, we did. Okay, I was just curious. That's how much room this one had, and but hmm. uh, so and Ryan was fantastic on the on the test drive. He was knowledgeable. I'm just telling you, if you want to do a try it before you buy it at Hayden Coastal Outfitters, have Ryan take you, and he is knowledge. He knows everything about these kayaks, and he taught me a lot of things that I didn't know because I'm not a kayak expert, certainly by any stretch of the imaginations. But also, they have a huge shipment coming in. I know inventory has been a little bit hard to find for kayaks at all places. But I'm just telling everybody, at Hagen Coastal Outfitters, they have a huge shipment coming in on Tuesday. So if you want to try to get one, they're going to go fast. You better contact them this weekend and get it lined up. Just FYI. Got it. All right, so got to share a story with you. Oh, we like stories. This week up in Georgia and... And this time of year, 
you always have like different projects that you want to do. Right. And, and, and while we were up there, we were up there for like five or six days. Every day I'd pick something to do uh-huh. you know, from painting some shooting houses to cleaning out shooting houses to, to making some shooting rests and shooting houses to painting gates. And every year we always spray the shooting houses because wasps start to form. Sure. Yeah. And you guys know about that. I mean, it's brutal. Well, this was the perfect time to spray them because they were all starting to form. Well, I go to the gates, you know, so I'm doing the shooting house thing, cleaning them out, go to the gates, and I didn't get stung by any wasp at the shooting houses. I've got the wasp freeze and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Didn't get stung at all. So I'm like happy. Well, I go to start painting some of the gates, uh-huh. and I reach underneath one of the gates, and it's just a, like a like maybe an inch and a half lip. And man, I got stung between the 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 my the tip of my finger and oh. the second knuckle oh, by I don't know if it was one or two wash. Man, I forgot how much that hurt. Yeah, it hurts, man. Yeah, it lights your butt. There, up, there's, there's God, and right by the bone like that. Yeah. Oh uh, my God. Swell up. Uh yeah, it swelled up pretty good. But I mean, I don't know how many times or how many of them stung me. But I mean, I've got a, a like a calcium deposit on that one finger from a from a football deformity. <laughs> and that's where I got stung a couple times right there. And man, I'm gonna tell you now, I mean, I was I was PO'd, man. I was I, I went back, I got me some of uh, some of that wasp free spray, and I just went looking for wasps after that point, man. I was going you uh, from me. shooting house to gates, man. I was looking for any wasp to kill. I was looking for a little little retribution after that. And and I'm just curious because we we always do it in August, you know, just before hunting season stuff i mean are, are you finding wasp in your your shooting houses already oh yeah really uh, okay. in fact in fact uh every one of them there was not one shooting house that didn't have a wasp nest most of them were small i would say about the size of a of a cherry mm-hmm. and uh so they were just forming and because you know i spray these shooting houses twice a year once about this time of year yeah. and then once in the fall right before deer seeds and yep. then i'm using a an insecticide that uh, that lasts three to four months essentially, and uh, and then, but there was one shooting house and it was a new one that we built last year. It was called Taylor's Boot, and we built it and finished it. Me and Gerald and and Taylor and Tara, we finished it in the fall, right before deer season. So never never sprayed any insecticide in that one because it was new. Mm-hmm. Well, that one had a wasp nest in it. That was the size of a baseball. Oh boy! Mm. Yep. And so there's a few yeah, in there, buddy. Yeah. Did yeah, you so. did you take the assault rifle? <laughs> Not on any wasp, buddy. <laughs> I was going to say you got <laughs> make you like with Not it, on any... <laughs> make you a little tannerite bomb with a little bit of bug spray mixed yeah, in yeah. with it. <laughs> I'll just flip it in there. Isn't take it care amazing business. though that wasp spray? You know, it shoots long ways. Yep. But I mean, you talk about instant death yes. for a wasp yes oh yeah it hits them they're dead uh, yeah yeah i would i would love to know the science behind that of why it kills them immediately and by the way that wasp spray also works on fire ants mm. which does it I really use that on oh my gosh kevin no it's, kidding it's, I, I didn't know oh that's a great God. tip it totally okay. works on fire ants i'm gonna tell you that right now oh that, I, you I, know will, the, I will remember that you know the worst thing is we get them in the cabin up in fargo so they get on the eaves and so we've got to spray it a couple times a year 
and it, it's inevitable. You're all sitting in there, you know, there's four or five of us in there after a hunt in the afternoon, and all of a sudden somebody goes, what was that? And you go, what's what? You know, and the light's not up real good, you know, and somebody's in the kitchen doing something, and you're going, what was that again? And you go, damn, is there a wasp in here? How'd that wasp get in there? And next thing you know, everybody's kind of moving around, ducking and weaving, <laughs> and you got one of those big old black wasps, man. You know, if they if they if get they, you. If that big, I know exactly which ones you're talking about. The big old fat ones, yeah. man. If that thing hits you. Oh, you'll sting the crap out of yeah. you, man. I mean, light you but up. But, you know. I saw, I, 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 I need to, we need to do a little read. We need to get somebody who's a, who's a, what do they call a bug person? Hematologist. Uh, uh, what is it again, Kurt? An hematologist. Hematologist. We need to get somebody else because. I've seen wasps, I think. The, like the small ones in the shooting houses, you know? Yeah, yep, yep. But then you see those ones that are red. Yeah. And and uh, they're bigger. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I mean, and I know you got hornets and you got wasps. I'd love to know the different kinds of wasps that we have in the southeast and the difference of, of sting potential that they have. We need to get a and, bug and, and expert. We, we, and, and we need, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, how aggressive are each yeah. one? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I'm, I'm with you. I see that that big black wasp. You know, that, so that's what lives gi- in the sand, though, right? right? Yeah, but he's got that giant stinger on the back. I'm thinking, man, if that thing ever hits you, would be like a snake. Uh, you I know, hate, but, hate. but I've never been – it's always those little aggressive ones that – they try to find you. You know what I mean? They leave a wealth on you too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my my son, my biologist son, just corrected me. It's an entomologist. 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 <laughs> what did you leave, say it was, Kirk? I said entomologist. And and I don't know. I yeah. <laughs> Whatever I said was wrong because Kyle's listening. I was gonna say just leave that one alone. He's down yeah. in. I think he's down in Naples and he's listening. To our podcast, yeah, there's probably a doctor out there going. Yeah, he's whoa, going, whoa, 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 whoa. Dad, I don't know what that is. Way, way to go, go there, Cap. Just stay with, <laughs> yeah. stay with what you do for a living. Just don't try to pronounce <laughs> it. I, Thank I, you, son. I would love, I would love for an entomologist, if I hopefully I said that correctly, you did, to call in and and tell us why and how wasp spray works that quickly. Yeah, hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Because like I mean, like, like it's like, instant. Yeah, it is instant. It's cool. I, you know what I like, and it shoots at twenty feet. Yeah, that's, that's what I like. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> when up. you get that can, you know, yeah. from Home Depot yeah, or yeah, it's Ace that, Hardware, it's got that little nozzle on it. it it's got I the mean, little trigger. <laughs> yes, and you hit that thing, and it goes. God, it goes twenty feet. Yes, and absolutely. you hit that nest, and they start falling like rocks. Yep. Put a scope uh, on that so, thing. Yeah, that's what we need is a scope. One of the shooting houses. One of the shooting houses we sprayed. You know, and we were going to each one of them. We were checking for wasps because we wanted to, and we wanted to clean them out. So we'd take, you know, wasp spray and, and spray any wasp nest and then get in there with uh, that works battery power blower that I have to blow them out, you know, mm-hmm. because you have all kinds of stuff in there and getting all, all the dust and dirt and grime out. So I, anyway, I spray a shooting house and then I get up in there with the blower and I missed a wasp nest. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no! Yeah, that ain't yeah, good. It's, and so I'm in the shooting house with the blower and discover that. Yeah, yeah, not good. Yeah, all right, Jeff. We got to take a break because we have food from from Gordon this morning. I am so sorry. It's so delicious <laughs> that, that, that that you missed. I mean, it. you talk I mean, about good. This is, this is like top three, bro. That I morel mean, mushroom gravy that's yeah, on yeah. there. Ooh. Yeah. Fried with the egg, truffles, fried, egg. fried yeah. eggs with truffles. Oh my gosh! Yep, man. yep, yep. And uh, some brisket. 
on uh, like, like potato bread, potato bread. Uh, oh, melt my. in your mouth. Good uh, stuff. So, uh, well, we'll, we'll right, hey, hey guys, I'm gonna leave here because yep. I gotta go pack pack uh, cases and suitcases yep. and all that kind of thing. You guys have a great rest of the show. And uh, and if somebody finds out, if you guys end up getting a call in about how wasp spray works, <laughs> somebody has to. I'll call you later. Send me a text, and I'll call you after the show. Okay. And I want to hear how that works. All right, buddy. Have a great day. All right, boys. See you. Right, see you. See ya. Folks, don't go anywhere. When we come back, we got an LV Hires Gear Tip of the Week. It's a good one, Kirk. I, I like this one, the one that you, we, you shared with us yesterday. I had an epiphany. You, you, know? you did. Oh, wow. You did, yeah. And, and you know what? Uh, Scott, seriously, you'll like this. Okay. You haven't seen it. I'm in. Yep, yep. I'm in. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right I'm back. In. Right now, it's time for your LV Hires Gear Tip of the Week. And, uh, folks, if you need anything uh, fuel-wise, like if you have, say you have a job site and you're like, you need fuel, it's the only, the only people to call. I mean, they, they do it all over the southeast. 259-2314. That's 904-259-2314 for LV Hires, Inc. And also, if you have, like, an unbranded convenience store, they can deliver fuel to you and kind of mix you in, yeah. which which gets your fuel prices down. So, Good stuff at LV Hires. All right, Kurt, tell me what you got. Pretty simple one. Actually, is adopted from a little trick that Steve Mullen does, Captain Mullen. He takes these PVC tubes. He does and, a lot with PVC, I, and, I, I gather. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty clever idea. And he uses a smaller tube, and he puts his kingfish rigs in there. He'll put three or four rigs in a tube, and he's got a bag of tubes. Right. And that way, when he goes to reach for a tube, he only gets three or four rigs that he's using for that particular time. Anyway, I took that adaptation and took a, a larger tube, like a map tube, and used it to put my shark rigs in. Cool. Um, I had a friend of mine make me up a bunch of them, Captain Brad Smith, and made it with 80-pound wire, some 7-aught uh, bronze J-hooks that uh-huh. were rust. Mm-hmm. And do the crimps, and I thought, God, I got to put these things somewhere, and I didn't want to put them in a Ziploc bag, right? Because what happens is the hooks puncture the bag. We understand, and yeah. The, and then the hooks rust, yep. And That's then right. it's worthless. Yep. I said, I got to come up with a better. And, eye. And, and all it takes, by the way, is like that one tip of the hook to get rusted, yep. and then it, it 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 spreads to all the other hooks. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And yep. this way, it keeps them. You know, as long as you you, you dry your hands before you grab the rigs, right? Yeah. And I just pull it out. And the the wire is so stiff, you can you know as long as you it don't crimp it, up, right. it doesn't get tangled up. And you bend it and just push it into tube, cap it, and, and whenever I need a rig, I just pull it out, shake it a little bit, grab one rig, shove them back in there, and put the cap back on. Perfect. I love. There's your LV hires gear tip of the week. All so, right, let's go to the phone lines and uh, let's go talk to Rick this morning. He's been hanging on the longest. Morning, Rick. <laughs> Good morning, gentlemen. I just wanted to chime in real quick on how wasp freeze and why it's why it's so effective. So okay. Basically, what it does is it 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 overpowers their nervous system and it it causes their their nerves and their muscles to all contract at once and it creates too much energy and that's what makes them drop instantly. Um, and it, uh, spraying the wasp nest will actually have a long term effect as far as as any future wasps that go back to that nest will get that product onto themselves and it will eliminate them as well. So 
Oh, no kidding. So after all the wasps fall off, if you can't reach the nest, but you can spray it. You it's just, got a residual in. You, you, you yeah, it has a residual. So even the future wasp, as long as it doesn't get like a direct rainfall, right. you know, a heavy rainfall upon it. Um, they well, whatever you know, future wasps that come up to that nest to try to utilize it, they'll they'll get it onto their onto their legs and stuff, and they groom themselves, and then it, it will it'll eliminate them too. So Perfect. it's pretty. Uh, oh, wasp freeze has a py- has what's called a pyrethrin in it, and pyrethrin affects the central nervous system of most insects. So that's why it also works. That's why it also works on certain types of ants, like like Jeff was talking about a few minutes ago. So. Ah. I, I never thought about fire ants. Never thunk it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. You know, because, yeah, you know, whenever you, a, you, you go buy ant killer, you buy yes. wasp killer, you know, you've right. got different products. I yeah, use yeah. So, pellets. That's the only thing that seemed to, in a timely manner would kill them. Yeah. Yeah, so with the pyrethrin, what happens is it doesn't affect all ants because some ants don't, don't they don't, they, ants typically will feed each other and they, they have worker ants and different, almost like social casts and they, uh, they, so certain ants don't work that way, so it wouldn't be effective on them. But like your fire ants, your carpenter ants, and some of your other more common ants in Florida, if you went around the edge of the nest with something like that rather than just saturating the top of it, mm. they wouldn't be alarmed by it, and they would go, you know, with some being very inquisitive, they would they would uh, go looking to figure out what it is. And right. once they get it onto <laughs> themselves, kind of it wipes them out. Like now, it. are you an exterminator? Uh, I work in the in the industry that creates the products that you guys are talking about. So How I work with CASF. How about that? Very cool. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, that's awesome, okay. Rick. Thank I'm you. Gonna keep you on speed dial. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anytime, guys. Anytime. I I enjoy watch listening to y'all show, and I've been to some of the shows around the holidays a few times. But I just heard the uh, conversation, and I was like, well, let me chime in. So I, since I kind of, you know, work for a company that that, yeah. that makes and distributes and. And uh, as proprietary rights to, to a lot of those products, like the one that Jeff was speaking of, Wasp Freeze is actually a trademarked, uh, trademarked item for the company that I work for. So. That's, that's cool. Thanks, Rick. We appreciate it. Yep. yep. You guys have a great day. Yeah, you too, Rick. <laughs> Thanks. You, 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 you just hey. ask. It's, ask uh, it. Ask it. Yeah. I, I know, I know, like, you're getting ready to go back to the photos, but years ago, we got to talking about chicken farmers. Yep. Yep. You know, and Kirk was, I don't know, you ask somebody, you're a chicken farmer, and you're like, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do for a living. Kirk just yeah. comes bluntly straight out. Yeah. Tyson Farm. There's no medium with Kirk. No. It's like, so you do this for a living? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was fun. Let's go talk to Gary this morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Gary. Morning, Gary. How are you? Good. Hey, Jeff, I'd like to ask you about uh, the Jags a question, if I may. Uh, he's, not, he's, he's not with he, us. Yeah, he he's is. Gone. Oh. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Off yeah. the air. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. You got yeah. stuck with me today, so don't ask me that question. Yeah. You can ask me fishing questions, but no sure. Jaguar questions. Yeah, no, no Jaguar questions. Yeah, because I was just wondering about because they were doing, they said they were doing the practice still first and then the stadium. I guess they're still looking at a five- or six-year plan then, right? I'm sure, yeah. To get everything done? Yeah. Yeah, but I, 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 kinda, I'll tell you what, this new proposal, man, is is cool. Because mm-hmm. I know the Dolphins just built one. Stephen Ross built one, and it paid out of his own money. $135 million was his 
Yeah, I, yeah they, they they wish that they could build that thing for 135 yeah. million now. Right. Yeah. But but the cool thing. No, no, it, this is just this is just a practice facility. Oh, oh, I got you. I got like you. Like the, the 121 million yeah. that the Jags are. Stephen Ross did 135 million one. And I know it took two years for that thing from start to finish. Yeah. I mean, the Dolphins are moving in. But this when new, when, this, uh, when camp opens, it's going to be ready. Yeah. Well, th- this new one, this new proposal includes a, a downtown, new downtown marina. Mm. That right. would that would be nice. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, that that would yeah, be good. Well, hopefully, everyone will finally see the light of day. The commissioner and all, and uh, you know, yeah, right. Help help turn Jacksonville into a big league city. Absolutely, you know, you absolutely. Know I mean? right. agreed. Get, get get their minds into the uh, into the next century. You yes, know? yes, yeah. agreed. Because it, it creates jobs. It's good for everybody. When it, when it, you guys know that when it, when a downtown is revitalized, like. Like I am an Orioles fan. What they did around that stadium, it just completely changed that area. Yeah. Oh, I know. I mean, you know, if if you if you stop and think about Atlanta, if you stop and think about the River City, okay. I mean, there's there's basically, and what I'm trying to say is like if if they have a true marina down there. You, Kirk, you could have charter captains working out of there. Very well, could you know? I yeah. mean, I mean that is a. I mean, that area, I mean, from the Buckman South or even Buckman, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Buckman North, all of that, that, that river, I mean, very it's fishable. It, very fishable. Because yeah. isn't that what they say, guys, the first rule of business, you got to spend money to make money? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yep. But uh, my fishing question, guys, I want to know is, uh, you know, you were talking about how kingfish is kind of real bad this year compared to last year. You said the kingfish. I wouldn't say it's bad. No, 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 it's no, just it's, a, no. It's just the weather's made it difficult yeah, the weather's to do. Made it, right. Yeah, the, the fish are okay. there. It's, ocean's it's, rough. Ocean's rough, and, and, and bait's been a little tough. But, you know, so is, we, we haven't, uh, we haven't uh, had the weather. Is there a certain amount of cold winter that, to keep the water below in the winter that would, would help the fish uh, uh, jump the, uh, fishing in the spring? Is, there a, like the, is it ideal for the, for the water temperature to be – a certain range for okay. a certain amount of days. So, is- so let me answer that just real quick. It's it's very simple with with like kingfish or pelagic fish, um, and they're looking for warmer water. What when what where you're going to find kingfish in the wintertime? Always. It doesn't matter how cold or how warm it is. They're going to be out in way deep water, closer to the Gulf Stream, and that's obviously where the water's warmer. Yeah, it stays seventy three degrees. Yeah. year round. Yeah, yeah, and as as the, as the water Warm temperature water as the water warms up during the spring and summertime, they move in um, to to spawn. So that brings them to the beach and, and places like that. But well, well, I, I just make general fishes. A certain amount of cold wet, uh, water temperature does that precipitate better fishing in the springtime? I was just curious about a you know if you have a mild winter as opposed to a yes. Yeah. You yes, know, day, a few it, days. It, of- it, I mean, we're we're literally a month behind on okay. on our, on our fishery right now because we had we had a cold winter and we had a very very cool spring and right. we continue to have a cool and spring. we continue to have. I mean, yeah, we're in I'm June not, now. And it's the, in the eighties. The temperatures yep. are still very mild. Yep. Dude, yep. leaving a boat ramp at six o'clock in the morning. You got a jacket on. You're qu- yeah. You're questionable yep. of having some kind of yep. long pants on yes. kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. Not jeans, just yep. something. Yeah. All right. Appreciate thanks, it, guys. Thanks, see you. Gary. Yeah, buddy. See All right, you. Gary. See you. All right, Top Gun, don't go anywhere. We'll get you right after the break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. So I got a text yesterday from our good buddy guy, Simon Boat Sales. And it, 
This is what he said. He said, uh, sold four of his seven boats that were on lot. Scott, uh, when we were there in March with the El Chipo. Oh, there my was, gosh. There was 30 boats? 30 boats, every bit of it. Every bit of it. I mean, a lot was full. I mean, he... Yeah. We could only pull up right there where there's two parking spots. Yeah, so he said, obviously, uh, we are low on <laughs> boats to sell. He said, anyone knowing someone that needs to sell a bay, flats boat, center console, we are here to help. Uh, consignment boat sales, just jacksboating.com, 249-6225. Folks, seriously, if you're thinking about at all selling yeah. a boat right now, it's a good you're time. Gonna get, you're going to get. You're, <laughs> you're going to get top dollar. You're going to get top dollar. That's yep. a guarantee. Yep. And and uh, a guy could help. Uh, two four nine six two two five. All right, let's go talk to Top Gun. Fellas, what's up, buddy? What's going on? Was that Steely Dan? He just like. Uh, James, that's no, Steely Dan. no, that's not. That's Steely a Dan. joke. It's a that's joke. Not. It's oh, a oh, joke. Really that was a classic. <laughs> that was a classic with Lagerman. It is. I went. What the what? <laughs> Steely Dan. <laughs> Listen, that uh, wash spray is a really good product. I try to keep a couple cans in my toolbox all the time. But um, one thing to remember is that even though that stuff will spray 15 or 20 feet, it, if you spray it during the daytime, the ones that you might not hit can come out of that nest and pop you. Oh yeah, but if you, if you do it at dusk, you got a better chance of not getting stung because they depend on the ultraviolet lights for the, from the sun to see. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So if you do it at dusk, they you, there's a good chance you won't get popped. Well, I, I can run fast. Yeah. <laughs> not really, <laughs> but uh, fast enough. No, I think that's a good point. Yeah, Top, gun, Top Gun. He takes me that way. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, know I can outrun Scott. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> How you gonna run well, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not an entomologist, but I am a certified pest control operator. So yes, uh, I've dealt with them many a time. Yes, but a hornet's the worst. Hornet's they, the you worst. You get you get hit with one of them. It's like you've been shot. Yes, I agree. Yeah, those, but listen, uh, yeah. last week y'all were talking about the renovations of the boat ramp and all. And, um, you know, what they're doing with the parking. And Captain James T. Kirk said that he just wasn't going to fish anymore on the weekend. He'd fish during the week. Did no, you well, mean that? Or no, did just, you just get caught up in the moment? No, I, I said I, I, I'm not going to fish on Saturdays anymore because it's tough to leave the studio here yeah. at 10, make it to the it's, bait shop, it's brutal ice into the ramp and then find a parking place. There's no place. Well, let me ask you this question. Suppose you're sitting around on a Friday night and your telephone rings and a fella says, uh, you were recommended to me and, uh, me and my buddy are in town here till Monday or till Sunday, say, Mm -hmm. and uh, then we got to leave and we wanted you to take us out fishing Saturday so we could catch some kind of big fish. Mm-hmm. And you said, well, I don't fish on Saturday. It's just too much with all I got to do. And the guy says, what do you charge? And you tell him, and he said, we'll triple that. Are you going fishing? I'm in. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Hey, right now, snapper season's three days. My be, charter's run $1,000 for four hours. Yeah, I'll be there go. at 1230. Yeah. 
Right. One o'clock. Exactly. When I get there. Yeah. It's just tough. It's it's very difficult. Yeah. And Kevin said it so aptly a couple of weeks ago. We're at a point right now where there's so many people that aren't working that probably, in my opinion, should be working. Mm-hmm. But yes. they're staying at home. And so if people have a lot of free time. And our Saturdays and Sundays are a lot like the 4th of July. Exactly. And Memorial Weekend. And then the Thursdays and Fridays are like our Saturdays and Sundays. Yeah. I mean, they're Yeah, days. it gets packed down there. Well, there are days when I pull up to the boat ramp in the last couple of weeks, and the oh. weather's been gorgeous, and I'm getting there at quarter to six in the morning, and there's no place to park. Right. It, on, yeah, a, right. A week, on a weekday. Yeah, and, and, and Top Gun, here's the other thing. You know, we're obviously in the entertainment business, all right? And on, on, a, on a weekend, you, we, you simply – it's hard to find a fish, okay? And, and, and if we had to do an inshore trip, we're – where there's not a boat, you know what I mean. Right. Uh, let's right. just say that, that we have, I don't, gosh, I don't know that that, that we have twenty five, thirty of our favorite spots. Yeah, you go to those spots on a weekend now. They're they're gone. I mean, it, there's, yeah. there's there's well, hundreds too close to where. Right. I don't want to show you nothing. Right. Exactly. I mean, so it's it's so you know, yep. Yeah, so people are paying us, and, and you're not catching anything, and you're not you know, you're not going to catch anything. Right. There's too much boat yeah. traffic. Yeah. You know. Right. So, yeah, it's crazy, crazy. Uh, this guy uh, walks in a bar, and he's got a pretty good-sized pig on a leash, and the pig's got a wooden leg. <laughs> so he walks up to the bar, and the bartender says, uh, hey, um, you know, what's up with that pig with the wooden leg? And the guy says, well, if you'll give me a couple of beers, I'll tell you the story. bartender said, this might be pretty good. So... He hands a guy a couple of beers, the guy downs one of them, and then he says, uh, about a year ago, our house caught on fire in the middle of the night. We were all asleep. The pig busted out of his coop, ran in the house, and one at a time got each one of our children, two children, and drug them out through the house, out into the front yard. Then he came back in uh, and uh, woke me and my wife up. And led us to the smoke out the front door, to the front yard. He's a very special pig. Sounds like. And the bartender says, "Wow, that's pretty amazing." But uh, what's with the wooden leg? And the guy says, uh, "Well, I just told you he's a very special pig, and we can't eat him all at one time." Happiness, <laughs> baby. That's horrible. That's terrible, that's terrible man. That's awful. <laughs> Poor, poor pig. Poor pig. Poor little pig. I always think about Leroy when you know, I think I, about pet pigs. Go, Gomer. <laughs> Gomer. Wilbur. Wilbur's up. Morning. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, Wilbur. It's been a while. It has. But I've been listening to all the antics and the antidotes and the good times. Exactly. That's good. And um, you have been kayak fishing a little. I, I saw your post. Like oh, you had, yes. Like yes. you had fun the other day. I did. And. Uh, the strangest thing I had been to this particular spot and two weeks earlier in the same type of presentation trolling a bite of bait uh, catch a redfish but in front of this dock and then about four and a half foot of water and uh, it was a little short so I had a chance to go again this week and then I catch one that was almost uh, about 19 and a half so it's uh-huh. It's home in the refrigerator. Uh-huh. Um, 
And then I says, well, I'm going to go back to the dock and just anchor and see if I can cast in there and catch one, right? I see this marker buoy kind of thing coming past the kayak, and it's going against the tide. And I said, what in the world? Huh? Mm-hmm. Like a piece of PVC. No, it was bigger than a gallon coffee can, bigger than a gallon paint can. On the top of it, it had this rubber-looking antenna thing about 10 inches long. And I says, all right, so I got the anchor up real quick, and I'm following it, right? Yeah. And it comes right by the, the kayak, and it says, manatee, do not touch. So Evidently, it- I don't know who has done it, but they have, had one time had an issue with this manatee, whether it was needed to be... Uh, the doctor taking care of it, or the veterinarian, I should say, or whatever. But it had, and I didn't get a picture of that part, I like a dog harness on the manatee, and it's towing this marker, this GPS. Oh, gum, no kidding. It's probably just a tagged manatee, and they're studying the manatee migration. And that's well, a way to keep, keep touch of it, you know? And I, I got one picture, if you look at the post, you have to enlarge it, that you see the, the buoy, and you actually saw where the manatee come up to get, get some air. But that was uh, phenomenal to see that. Yeah, I, 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 I had no idea. I mean, Leon just he hit it before you said it was a manatee. He's like, yeah, they got GPS trackers on them now. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, see, he's, he's probably seen them. Yeah, he probably he, has. In the valley. Yeah, probably has. That's that's interesting. I, I, I you know they're doing that, to be totally honest with you. Yeah. But, you know, I, look, they, they, they probably get more, you know, like we were used to the, the great whites, you know, oh. and, and, and when they ping, but the great whites don't come to the surface very much. Right, and they don't no. wear a coffee can. Right, exactly. But, oh. it, it, you know, here you got. I guess a collar on a man. He said it's a hoop around his tail. A hoop around his tail. Okay. The one that he's seen. Yes, yes, Scotty. That that's uh, that's about right. I, you know, you're trying to get close enough to get a picture with the camera on your vest, and and then you you see this thing come up, and this hoop around the tail was sort of yellow in color. Yep, that's what he's. So saying. that's exactly you hit it on the head. That's it. Interesting. That that's cool. Uh, Wilbur, Wilbur, thanks, buddy. Wait, no, no, no. My real question oh, is, okay. sharpen a serrated edge knife. Yes. How do you do it? Yes. Yes. You buy one of those work sharp, yep. Work, yep. Uh, knife sharpeners, yep. and it's a piece of cake. Yep, absolutely. Go to stri- uh, strike zone. Because then you only sharpen one side. Yes. Any yeah. other way other than that? Not, Not that I know, I know of. of. What about on a stone? No. Uh, we'll get it between the blades. Yeah, I don't think you could do it. I don't, I don't, I don't think I mean, you can. Somebody's out there going, yeah, yeah. you idiots, yeah, you can't. I, I, you know, Maybe. I, yeah. But it, that, I'm telling you, for 60 bucks, go over there and buy that knife sharpener and all your fillet knives, all the knives in and your, your house, serrated, your kitchen, your yep. serrated knives. Yep. Keep them like razor blades. Yep. Okay, guys. Thank you. Enjoy the show. Wait a minute, guys. <laughs> what? I, I, I heard Wilbur say on the coffee can, it said, beam me up. You're funny. You are so funny. I like it, too. You're clever. Yes. yes. That's funny. That's hilarious. Good stuff. Good stuff. 641-1010. Uh, you're funny.
Yeah, I get it. Captain yeah, Kirk. Yeah, 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 yeah beat yeah, me yeah, up. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Scott. Listening to the Nimnick Chevrolet Outdoor Show with Captain Kirk Waltz, Captain Scott. Okay. Shane, I'm Captain Kevin Favor. We'll be right back. <laughs> Uh, like a custom dock, boathouse, bulkheads, CNH Marine Construction. They've been around since 1979 and they do, again, docks, bulkheads, boathouses, retaining walls, custom project designs. I mean, they, they, they do it all. And, and you know these guys. <laughs> First hand. First hand. I had the brothers on the boat yesterday. Yeah. The Valancourt brothers. And it was crazy because Daniel, um, I introduced you to Mike Jr. and then and Daniel. And uh, Daniel had never saw water fished. I, you know, I obviously I met both of those guys yesterday, and and, and, and Mike, that, you met funny. the week before. And never saltwater fishing and living in Jacksonville. Yeah, yep. it's funny. I, you know, as long as I've been doing this, uh-huh. it happens occasionally. You will bump into somebody. I know, and they go, "I've never done this before." Yeah, and you go, "This is your first time ever going in saltwater." First time, yeah. Dude, and he was a natural. Never casted for him. Never did. And I mean, and we whacked the heck out of him. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So yep. good, good, good people. Good people, good times. Yep. Well, they say you teach a man to fish, you feed him for his life. Yeah, and you know? and and here's I told my wife this yesterday. So um, I fished with with a guy by the name of Galen yesterday. Mm-hmm. Works for for Florida Roads. I've I've fished with Galen numerous times. Mm-hmm. I mean, numerous times, uh, 12, 14 times. And and when we, I said we're going to fish in the river. He's like, well, we've never done that with you. And I'm like. Really? We've never, I mean, I'm talking years, you know? Yeah. So, you know, he's like, you know, we always go kingfish or Kobe fish is always looking forward to it. And he goes, he goes, by the way, I've never caught a redfish. I'm like, really? you, know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I just went, and, and, and so, so now you, you have the opportunity to kind of check something off a guy's bucket yep. list. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Which is, which is the cool part about our job. It that's, really is. That's the best part about our job. And I, I was telling well, we to people though. You like you're saying you you yeah. he's done nothing but take him offshore right and sometimes it takes this weather right to throw a wrench in the in the situation to do something out of somebody's yeah normal thing that they thought they liked to do and now it's like hmm yeah so maybe I'll well, it's always a privilege to check something off somebody's bucket Hell list yeah. you know yeah, especially when they when you know and and the funny thing was is that all week the the redfish has been pretty darn good kind of kind of struggled. In, mm-hmm. in the beginning yesterday with 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 redfish mm-hmm. uh, and we were catching sheep's head and trout and, and everything else you know but I, I wanted him to catch a damn redfish so bad and the current was kind of smoking where i had been catching redfish and it's and if you're not really good yep. with a spinning rod and understand what you're doing in a, in a tough current like that might struggle you might struggle, yeah. you know. So I had moved down about a hundred yards, trying to, you know, find a, a, another fish. Never did. And I'm like, Dad, give it. I said, Guys, I had about thirty minutes to go in a charter. I said, Let's go back to where we, we caught the sheep's head. I said, This current has slowed down. It's going to be much easier to fish in that spot. And like the second cast, I mean, all of a sudden, you just his, his reel just. Whoosh. I went. There you go. There you, there you go. go. There you Finally go. And check that off your bucket list. And, and, and anyway, fine. Fights just because there's a lot of current now. Okay, light tackle, twenty minutes. I mean, I'm going. Holy crap! I finally had to tighten the drag down a little bit, you know, because it was it was. But 
Anyway, the fish was 30 inches. That's a nice that, one. That was his first redfish on light tackle. It was 30-inch fish. So that's that's, cool. that, that, that's good stuff, man. I mean, I, I had the bigger smile than he did, you know, because I was like, all right, you know, you had fished a, hard for that fish. Had a guy in the boat the other day. He, he works for Meritrust Bank, and he had an afternoon meeting they wanted to do, so he brought some guys in from Georgia. And we go out of the inlet, and bait was kind of tough. We jigged up about a dozen greenies. I said, you know, we'll pop off the beach here and see if we can find some kings or something like that. And I look up, and there's three shrimp boats. Mm-hmm. And the guy goes, I said, have you fished in salt water much? No. Nah. I said, you ever been behind a shrimp boat? Nah. I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> so I got my tarpon. I got my new Shimano tarpon rod with yeah, that Saragossa. By the way, that reel is 10, awesome. 10,000? Oh, it is. Yeah. And we pull up in there, and I'm going, we're going we're gonna to have fun with this right now. And I had one of those little steel shark leaders pitch it up in there. And this enormous black, black tip, tip eats this thing. I mean, big female. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, her <laughs> head was about a foot wide. I'm going, this is going to be a battle. You know, and got that 60-pound braid yep. on there. And, and that thing fought and fought. And he brought it up to the boat. And we brought it up. And I was like, oh, my God, look how big that thing is. And he's just like, God, that thing is just enormous. Yeah, yeah. If you've never seen anything like that. They're so funny too. They'll fight and fight and fight, and then all of a sudden they just—they're yep. done. Yep, yeah. they're done. And you just drag them up by the leader with a pair of gloves on, and just hold them, and if you lay them on sideways, yep. they'll just lay there. Yep, yep. You know, get a picture and get a picture, cut the leader, cut the leader, and let him go. Gone, you know. That he could check that off his bucket list. Exactly. Yeah. I told him you don't need to go to gym tonight either. You know, he's like staying in a hotel. He goes, oh, yeah, I'm not gonna work out tonight. Yeah, you know. It, it, and and we we've talked about this before. You know, it, people that have never fought big fish like that. They don't know how to use their big muscles, right? You know, they they try to use their wrist or their or their, their form, and, and instead of you using know, their whole body, instead, yeah. instead of back tucking the elbows thing, in, yeah. and and you know, using your your bit your back muscles and your leg muscles and stuff like that, exactly. Because you know, I've 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 watched Carrie catch huge fish, you know. Right. And, I mean, she weighs one hundred five pounds, you know, and 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 literally, and I know you guys have done this too. I mean, tarpon fishing, I've seen grown men cry. Yeah, yeah. Because they and you're trying to teach them a technique, but you know it's hard to do in battle. Yeah, after you know? ten minutes or ah, ah, yeah, ah, yeah, said, exactly. Dude, yeah, you're you're, just, you're, you're, you're ten minutes down. into this thing. Yeah, easy. You can do this. Just you know. Down. Yeah, and yeah. I love it because they grab the handle of the reel. Yes, and they literally want to snap it off. It's like look, want to winch it. I put three fingers on it. You know, I mean, you're just you're you yeah. you're lifting the rod. You reel down to your slack. You well, know? the guy the guy I was with me the other day, Brian looked at looked at him. He said, "You catch it with a rod." Exactly. Exactly. You catch it with a yeah, rod. The he only said, thing the reel does is reel the line in. That's it's it. Not it's winch. not a winch. Right. Yep. I always tell people it's not a winch. If you push that handle, it will pop off of yep. there. Yep. And I have my handles are all. Oh, I've had them pop know, them off and stand there. I remember that, one time I had a tarpon hooked up, <laughs> and it ran from the tip of the South Rocks all the way up to the Carrier Basin down the rocks. And we're fighting it. And finally, the guy looked at me and goes, I got a problem. And I said, what? And I looked over, and he's holding the handle. <laughs> and I'm going, yeah, yeah that is a major issue. And I'm, I think I was with Jim McCollum. Uh-huh. And I'm like, uh, we're going to have a problem here. Yeah. You know? But we'll see what we can do. And it was like a little stub sitting out. Mm-hmm. And I had to take a pair of pliers. And I go lift. And then I would get like a half a turn. And we, we caught it. Right. But it was a daggone miracle. Yeah, yeah. But I, those handles aren't built for that. No, they're not. No. No. And you just watch them and just grit their teeth. It's a 23-inch redfish. He ain't going anywhere. Yeah. That's too much. Oh, yeah. Well, but it, it is. It's it's always interesting. Um, and then and then when you do have the guys that, that, that have been with you a lot yep. um, and, and, and can fish and, you know, know how to control a fish, and it, 
it's fun. It's all fun. Don't get oh, no, me wrong. No, no. You know, but, but there's a lot of them. I know that we all take that literally just as much as us fishing tournaments. We just drive the boat. I mean, right. they know how to set the baits out. They know that which the long... Is, which is weird. Long rigger goes out 150 feet. Yeah. The short rigger goes out 75. The yeah. down rigger drops at 40. Yeah. I mean, when, when, they run when, the boat, you when, know? When me and Brother Schulte fish, I don't do anything. I, don't I do love nothing. that. I don't, I, I, it's, it's, it's awesome. I mean, literally, I, I drive the boat, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I, I may put the sea anchor out. That's about all I do. But everything else back there, I don't have to do nothing. Well, once Occasionally, you get in that rhythm with you got good yeah. people, yeah. okay, and, and, and they learn or they've been with you enough, um, like you say, I mean, it's like the rod goes off. I don't, I mean, right. it. you know, I mean, you know it. Right. Hey, John, pull up that downrigger for me real quick. Yeah, I mean, you know, and we're right there to coach them. But like I tell everybody, this is your day. You you paid me to take you fishing, okay? Mm-hmm. Not that I'm not going to sit here and do the work, but if you really want to start learning, so one day down the road, if you get a boat or you go rent a Freedom boat down in the Keys or whatever, you can go do this. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. but to sit there and just, you know, it was, be numb. So so the other day fishing with Doug, this is – Doug fishes with both of us, all right? Doug wins. And so <laughs> – D- Doug, Doug does everything, right? Yep. I mean, when we leave the dock, he grabs the rope, puts it away, knows where it goes. When we stop, he puts the trolling motor down. When we mm-hmm. when we leave, puts the trolling motor up. I mean, yep. I, you know, basically all I'm doing is is taking care of rods or whatever. But so <laughs> the tide switched. Um, you know, it got low and started coming in. He goes, "Okay, we going to which dock? Are we going to?" And I'm like, "Well, which which one do you want to go to?" You know, because he's fished with us so much. He goes, "Well, let's go to this." I'm like, "You know, you, you could really." Run charters. Run, run this yeah. for me. He, he knows yeah. every spot. I'm sitting in the console, he, and you run the boat. every that spot is, that we fish. It's yeah. sad. It's you know. sad. And enough people, like you say, too, that fish with us. All right, Cap, we're going to the Carrier Basin now? Yeah. Or are we going, you know, yeah. I mean, you're going to the Rock Pile? Or are we going to the, going to the know, Pelican Rock today? You know, yeah. Going to the Alligator <laughs> Farm Dock? Where yeah. are we going? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like. Damn, I mean, I'd take these people way too much if they, exactly. if they already know That's the names yeah. of, of us talking about each of our spots on the radio. We're going, well, maybe we're not doing, you know, i got to find somewhere else to fish. <laughs> All right, let's take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Give us a call, 641-1010. Just a, a little drive, maybe three, three and a half miles, three, three and a half hours, I should say, I to the West Coast. If you've never been over there, folks, uh, to Steenhatchee, um, e- e- even if you have, if you don't know about Steenhatchee River Club, you don't know what you're missing. Um, a- a- again, if you just and I talk about this each, each week, just at some point in time today, go to STHR Club or go to outdoorshow.com um, and, and on our homepage. Just click on the link to Steenhatchee River Club. It's awesome. Well, I mean, let me tell you this. They're cabins, everything. You only got three weeks, I think, until like the season starts. Oh, to scallop season? Dude, if yep. you have never done it before, yeah. it's a grown adult beverage <laughs> drinking Easter egg hunt. Yes. Okay. I mean, it is awesome. I have I've never been. I've heard it's a lot of fun. I have just not never done, done it. it in really? Years you've never now. been? Kurt, I haven't either. I've you never got, been. I'm, dude, I'm I, telling you, dude. I'm, I'm always so you busy. This I know. Is I know. Most, all my adult life just about and never done it. I'm just yeah. telling you, you just, we don't fish weekends. I'm just telling you, donate a Friday or a Monday. Go over there for three days. 
I mean, you're in four feet of water. I mean, yeah, you just yeah. stand. I mean, you put, you know, it's got to be easy to find on. because there's people everywhere. Yeah, there's like three thousand boats. So I mean, but I'm just telling you guys, I used to do it, and we used to do it when the kids were younger. I haven't done it myself in probably ten or twelve years. Um, but it's hysterical. It's fun, fun yeah. stuff. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Talk to Russ this morning. Morning, Russ. Morning, guys. Hey, I enjoy your show a whole lot. I listen to it uh, as often as I can. Yeah, thank you. But I remember, I remember last weekend you guys were talking about some uh, cookers, smokers, and stuff like that. Yeah, Jeff had six of them. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, have you guys ever heard of the Orion cooker? Orion. Nice. Orion. No, that's a new one on me. It's actually awesome. You guys maybe want to look into it. It's a convection cooker. It's used with charcoal, a little bit of wood chips, some pellets, whatever you want to use. And yeah. it condenses the cook time. You can traditionally, you would cook, say, a brisket like 12, 14 hours. Mm-hmm. And with this Orion cooker, do a little Google research, and it's awesome. But you can cook a five, six-pound brisket, seven-pound brisket in like four hours. Huh. And when it's done, it's going to taste just like it came off the smoker, uh-huh. and it's going to fall apart. Okay. You better grab it with two hands when you take that thing off that cooker. You can cook ribs, uh, turkey, everything. So... So like I never heard a lot of people talking about this Orion cooker, but this is something that is, uh, I've used it for several years, and anything I've ever put on it has came out perfect. Yeah, it says it uh, uses steam, smoke, and convection. It's a three-point cooking process. That's right. It has a little. It has a chamber at the top where some charcoal goes, it has a chamber at the bottom where you put the charcoal. You have to make sure you lose, use the instant light all the time. But I'm telling you, this is something that okay. a lot of people would use if they want to cook something really fast and get the same results if they were standing out there for like 12, 14, 16 hours. Mm-hmm. Less beer drinking time. Yeah, no, that's the only downside <laughs> of that one. Well, you, you know, know, we, you well it talks about, <laughs> it says if you use a pellet smoker to cook a five-pound brisket, it takes 13.5 hours. If you use the Orion cooker smoker, like he said, it cuts it almost more than in half at 4.5 wow, hours. That's, yeah, that's, that's amazing. It says it, it can do it a Boston does. butt yeah. in three and a half hours versus 10 hours on a pellet smoker. Baby exactly. back ribs for in an hour versus six hours on a pellet smoker. That's interesting. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, do a little research for you guys and whoever wants to listen to this, but Orion cookers are awesome. All right. And they will make you very, very happy. Not very expensive. Thank, yeah. Thanks, Russ. Appreciate All right. It. All right, buddy. Enjoy your show, guys. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you. Have, have a good day. Yeah, they have them at uh, Home Depot and Lowe's. Interesting. I got a Weber grill. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, I, don't I got a Weber time. grill. Yeah, let's 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 go talk to Darren this morning. Morning, hey, Darren. Hey guys, good morning to y'all. Hey, a uh, couple of things real quick. We uh we did a whole family thing, man. We rented three boats and went over there and did 
got the grandbabies over there and uh, the scene hatchie and and man we just had a blast the whole day went over there and scalloping that's awesome and it, like it was it was like an adult easter egg hunt with the kids and i mean they, we just had a blast it was so much fun and um you can't if, if you haven't done it you got to do it because it's an experience like no other it's really kind of cool it's it's something totally different i'd never done it before yeah and uh they'll bite you too they'll bite you they swim away um, from you too <laughs> you gotta sit there you sit okay. there in your bag like if you got your like your little chum bag or whatever or yeah. net yeah we i mean in the beginning we just carry like a little lobster net around kind right. of thing right and all of a sudden you're going along and go and all of a sudden woo, 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 it look like a moth coming up from the top i'm going what the hell was that and you look down they're all swimming out of the top of your net like you know, <laughs> i gotta re-catch you again damn it that was my dinner and now i yeah. gotta re-catch my dinner yeah. That's yeah, it, it, it was it was funny because then we then we got into this uh, we got into this challenge, you know, and then we and and it always turns into a drinking game some way or another, and uh, whoever got the most, you know, I mean, on them. a dive, you know, I mean, we'd go down and get one or two, and you know, and, and of course the uh, us kind of older folks that were a little bit heavier around the gut, we couldn't stay down quite as long as they might, but you know how that buoyant. Goes. I resemble that remark. It's a little bit buoyant. <laughs> That's why I got to go on four feet so I can pick them up my toes. So when when you came in, you got you got all these scallops. Did you clean them yourself, or did you hire somebody to clean them? No, we there was a couple of kids up there, about fifteen, sixteen years old, and uh, they shucked them things like I'd never seen in my life. I stood up there, and we had like I want to say we had about three hundred of them, and uh, maybe three hundred fifty. Wow! And uh, they were they were shucking them things like I mean within. 20, 25 minutes, they had every one of them shucked and bagged up for us. It was, and we, you know, threw them, I think, about $25 yeah, or something. Yeah. I don't know what uh, it was. Hey, it wasn't, kid, it wasn't kid, bad. Kids yeah. that'll work these days. Wow. Yeah. Huh. And if not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if not, the easiest way to clean them is use a two-horsepower uh, vacuum cleaner. Your little, shop backs, your little shop backs, well, you cut the shell off well, of them. Huh? <laughs> what? A shop vat. Listen, listen, just listen to me. I hope that shock vat's been sanitized. Yeah. It is. It is. It's it's only used for that. You just buy it. It's you don't want to get any more than like a two horsepower because it'll suck the meat off of it. Okay. You, you take your top <laughs> shell off. No, I'm not joking. This Go is ahead. how I clean mine. You take the top shell off of yep. it. Okay. And then the other, there's two people like are shucking. Let's say. Yep. And then you pass them over to the one guy that's the sucker. Uh-huh. Okay. And you take the little hose. The hose is literally the diameter of the shell. Mm-hmm. And you lay that right over top of it. It sucks all the guts up. All you're left with is the little meat. thumbnail piece of meat. You slide that over to your wife. Cuts it out with a spoon. You're done. Takes you no time at all. I, I like, like eating those in a ceviche, too. And, yes. and, and, and here's the deal. Darren, I'm paying the kids 25 bucks. And, uh, no, let, it's let fun them because you it. drink. <laughs> you have everything, right? Well, what's fun is to watch kids clean. You can't drink fast enough. <laughs> well, somehow, somehow or another, Papa got screwed out of the whole deal because Papa wound up paying for the grandbabies, and and then and then wound up uh, said, uh, "Daddy, we'll we'll bring the uh, we'll bring the scallops over to you. Y'all can go ahead and go on. I know y'all got a long drive. We'll we'll bring the scallops over to you. I never saw never one saw one. Scallop, no. Nope, <laughs> that's awesome, Darren. Thanks, buddy. We got to run. All right, guys. Yeah, that's the- <laughs> that reminds me when I used to go gigging with my dad, Flounder gigging. Yeah. he'd always put me in the middle of the boat, uh-huh. and his friend would be in the front, mm-hmm. and he'd be in the back. Yeah, you watch for me. And he and we'd go along, and he'd go. His friend would go, "I'm gonna get this first one," and he'd stick it, and he'd drop it in the cooler, you know. And then he'd go, "Kurt, here comes another one," and I'd gig it, and he'd, and he'd go, "All right, there's two. And then he goes, "Oh, here's another one. Let this let this one go for your dad." 
and he'd get almost to my dad, and I'd stick it. And I go, I can't stand it. <laughs> and my dad goes, that was mine. And I go, I couldn't help it, Dad. <laughs> I used to do that all the time. Uh, yeah, I got you. Six four one ten ten. Folks, don't go anywhere. We got a ring power tip coming up right here after the break on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Right now, it's time for your Ring Power Tip of the Week, and yep. just go to ringpower.com and see all they have to offer. Uh, you know, they're all those guys are great, man. It's uh, it's always interesting to me because I fish with a lot of Ring Power mm-hmm. guys, and they obviously they bring customers. Yep. And the the it's 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 cool when they start talking about equipment and listening to the Ring Power guys how much they know mm-hmm. about equipment. You know, as a matter of fact, uh, we were. We were fishing around San Augustine South inshore the other day, and the, the the customer asked Ring Power guy, he goes, "Hey, there's a piece of equipment up there. What 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 is that?" And he looked up there and he goes, uh, "That's a 305." You know, and you can barely see it. And I went, "Right, the guy knows his equipment." Knows his equipment. Yeah. yeah. So so anyway, Kirk, this was really cool that 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 you put this up because this is something I did a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and that I didn't even think about it being a gear tip, but yeah, this, this works. Is your bag, is it really that organized or did you do that just before yeah, you took that picture? No, it's really that organized. You're kidding me. You're that organized like that? Yeah. Really? Okay. That's good. I, I got mean, three quarts of zip. Like if you look, <laughs> if you go on our Facebook page, folks, you'll notice that I've got a Shimano bag and in, and when you go to buy the new Shimano gear bag, it has four, Little tackle plastic clear Lexan tackle boxes that Uh go in the gear bag. Mm -hmm. And then it's got side pockets so you can put your pliers in there. You can put wire. I carry this one little bag with me because it's got everything I need in trays. And the trays are set up for different types of specific fishing. Yep. Like one tray in the picture shows egg sinkers and J hooks, and there's beads in there. And split shot, and that's for fishing mostly inshore right. around the jo- rocks and up in the river and the creeks. Uh-huh. And then a, there's another box in there, and that's specifically just set up for offshore fishing for kingfish. There's four or five different colors hooks from silver to black to bronze. Uh, there, there are red hooks, bleeding hooks in some of these pictures. And then you'll see the little round weights. Those weights are used for sabiki rigs. For jigging up uh, sardines, cigar minnows. And by the way, uh, or l- l- let me ask you this. Greenies. And, and, and you too. What is your favorite weight for a sabiki rig? Oh, by far, pyramid sinker. See, I'll use those. Right. But I like these little circular ones, and the reason why I like them is they spin in the current. Okay. So they so, look like so a minnow. I, I, I use a trout weight, and I think it's that's awesome. perfect too. Now I use those. Yeah, I if love you look, that. Actually, yeah, I, if you I mean, look in my no. tray, yeah, that trout weight, man, it goes straight down, straight it's, down. It's, it's like a bullet. Yeah, it's yeah, a bullet. yeah, yeah. If you look in this tray, you'll see the same thing. You'll see some trout okay. weights in there too. Yeah, I bought these little round ones at Academy Sports, and I thought these are really cool because as you're reeling real slow, they spin a little bit. Okay, so they they throw off a little shine, and apparently, from what I've I've seen and when I'm using them. Those greenies and thread fins will follow that and strike those sabiki rigs a little bit more readily. Huh, okay. So See, we I've don't started. have the greenies like you got. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, so we, we don't. We don't, we don't catch or greenies. cigar minnows or whatever. Yep. And... yep. There's your ring power tip of the week. Really good tip. Now, if you if you look at the picture too, there's two square boxes left to right of the trays. Yep. 
you can buy those at Target. You can get those at Publix. You can get those at um, your uh, whatever grocery store you're going to. Okay. And those are resealing plastic containers. They're about three inches deep. And I like those because a lot of times you don't want to put all your hooks in the tray because when you start putting your salty, wet hands uh, in there, exactly. yep. they get rusty. Right. So what I do is I keep backup hooks in these trays of different types. And then I have different sabiki rigs, sixes and fours and eights for different size baits. Sure. So that's what that's and, what and, and, and your go-to size on your sabiki, six? Most of the time, six. Most of the time, six. But Scott? I will use fours. Yep. Most, most of the time, six. Yeah, the time. me too. Me too. All right. I was just curious. Got a right. handful of rigs that are for just in case you find the Blue Runners offshore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got those. You the, know, the, 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 the big we, heavy we ones. We used to see them at the weather buoy. The right, right, right. The not out there anymore. Right, right. You know, but yeah, those days, yeah. I got you. Yeah, All right. Let's, uh, let's go talk to Lester this morning. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Chris ain't here, man. We're Chris getting the day off. Yeah, yeah so, like, right. what do you want? We're doing the best we can, brother. Yeah. Look, there you go. There it is. Hey, RJ. <laughs> He's on the ball. Well done. There you go, RJ. He's a man. How you doing? What are you doing? Oh, man. I'm just enjoying the day. Uh, hey, uh, are you fishing? You fishing the old school? Man, what you talking about, brother? <laughs> you going Friday or Saturday? Uh, I'm gonna tell you, you know, but it's this is a uh, awesome year for me. You already know, Kevin. You've seen the boat, blah yep. blah. Uh, you know, I, I've always respected the boat snatching the Pattersons, Tyler Patterson, Mister Patterson. Uh-huh. You know, now you know Tyler runs that giant boat. Now that's Tyler's boat. But, you know, him and his daddy, you know, I remember back years ago, they would be at Smiley Face. If people on the radio don't know, that's in Nassau. It's a place on the beach when we're offshore, like sure. the Red Tops and all. Million. But, uh, that, yeah, uh, Kurt, you remember them. They would get up there in shallow water and chum all day long, just him and his two boys. Yep. And, uh, you know, they've won some, you know, they've won the king, you know, they've won a lot of tournaments over the years. And, uh, you know, now Tyler's taking his kids, you know, it's just watching the generations yeah. of that family. They're already in the third generation with Tyler's girls, you know, on the boat. Right, you, didn't but, answer uh, my, you didn't answer my question. Are you going to fish yeah, Friday or Saturday? Man, you, oh, I'm fixing to tell you. Okay. Uh, Taylor, Taylor uh, <clears throat> now owns a boat, Kurt. Uh, you know also, Scotty, you didn't know. My son bought a nice Key West. Would you answer the but, damn uh, question? Yeah, You're I'm beating thinking, the freaking yeah, you this, this, is, this is, you are, are you? Like getting uh, ready to be a politician or something? RJ, let's no, go to Chris man. real quick. Yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe we'll come back. Just, Are you fishing just, Friday or yeah. Saturday? I'm fishing Saturday. Okay. That's all we wanted yeah. to ask. That's it. Good answer. Perfect answer. But, but I was trying to tell you, I was getting to that, man. I had a way I wanted to do it. Y'all. Go ahead. Well, listen, we only right. got you a know, three hour what's show. That thing, what's that thing? What's that thing? Really? That's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to say bye. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. But uh, but anyway, you know, it's just, it's very, I'm having a blast because, you know, Taylor owns the boat. Mm-hmm. I'm just there to fish. You know, he bought, you know, $1,600 worth of rod and reels. And he bought down riggers. And daddy just gets to go along and watch the next generation, you know, start kingfishing tournaments. Awesome. Man, it's just, yep. it's just a uh, real... It's been a like a special deal, me shopping with him, you know, and all. It's just it, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun spending going. his money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey Lester, uh, I'll wave I, at you when I go by you. Oh yeah, yeah. Guess yeah. guess what I'm running now. What are you running? A 39 front runner with quad 400s. 
I'll what? see you when I go by. Man, I've, I've had you in my prayers the last couple of weeks for something else, man. Yeah, I know. Start praying for me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, me and Kevin, the first thing I told Kevin was, the first thing I told Kevin was, we always stayed tied up to the dock till like 8 o'clock. You know what? He let the hole in the clear out, you know, and then we went. Hell no. I'm going to be the first joker out of that inlet. Nah, Y'all catch thanks. me. Kevin, can you imagine on a certain rip line that if it got hot and, and we, we sound the horn, you know, and can you see that hammer knocker now coming up to the rip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sad thing is I can't see over the damn yeah, yeah. console. Oh I got to get a box made. He's, he's got to stand on a phone book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like, like like one of those two gallon buckets. Yeah, not the five gallon. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you go to oh, like when you go to the shoe store and you got to sit on that little bench. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, they got oh. one of those for Scotty. He stands on that bench. He doesn't sit on. So it. anyhow, what it, what it is, Lester is a good friend of ours, uh, Cameron Smith. If you don't know who he is, he's a professional golfer. Just mm-hmm. recently purchased a thirty nine foot. And asked you to run it for him. And yep. asked me to run it for him. That is awesome, man. Yeah, God, Scotty, that's yeah. great, man. I'm that's excited. Crazy. What the but, hell you've okay. been through the past so, couple so, weeks? That's so the hell present. Here's, here's the whole thing, Lester. <laughs> okay, first off, it, it, totally disappointing because, first off, there is no checkout. All right? I you know. know. <laughs> I'm going to lie so, back because so I want to raise somebody. He can't, he, he can't get up front. And, and, and here's the other thing. He ain't going to the captain's house because he can't even get that thing up on a plane by the time you get to the captain's house. All right, so he's, no. he's going to go like the Flagler Pier, yeah, go fish Daytona, or something yeah. where he has no idea yeah. where he's fishing. You got any numbers but, out of the ponds? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think you can go past Matanzas, can you? No, yeah, he punts. Ponce. Ponce. I need yeah. some numbers Ponce. out of Ponce, Lester. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, man, the, uh, the inlet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's right. The inlet. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I, I've never had a problem in the inlet. If Fisher there. But, I've never uh, gone more than three miles. Hey, I, I want to tell you all real quick about the, uh, about the scallops. He, he is right about the uh, the vacuum. But, Thank you. But, you know, back when we were all growing up, Keaton Beach through Steenhatchee, stayed so crowded, even all the way to Shell Point, you know, right there, below Tallahassee, we would go to Port St. Joe. And I'll tell you, people that are going to the Steenhatchee River Club, I'm going to give you, a, if you don't already know, I'm going to tell you a good tip. Only when when you're out there in the flat, you know, go and just one person bail over, you know, with a mask and fins and, a, and go down and gather three or four scallops where you stop. And uh, the last couple of years, they've been thick, so you, you don't really have to look for them. Come up, take your spoon, poop, you know, pop, uh, you can pop a, uh, one open in a millisecond with a spoon. Pop it open, and if it's the size you pinky, move. And and you move till you get into, you know, the ones bigger than your thumb, you know, good fat ones, you know, a size okay. of a quarter or bigger. And then everybody enjoy, put the anchor out, start having fun. And everybody started scalloping. But uh, the 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 easy, I've heard some people have a problem. Now we have the internet. But if you'll take that scallop, put him in your hand, and it, one, you know, it's got a shorter side shell, which is the top of the, the scallop. And Kevin, I, I don't know if you've ever been scalloping, but you can, bear, I mean, you break the shell so easy. Right. Put one move over, and as you flip the shell off, you come back the other way with your thumb and your, and your index finger. Whoop! Guts, right? I can, you can, you know, watch somebody knows what they're doing for two seconds and being coordinated. 
you know, you can do it. I don't know about Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen his no, fingers? Yeah, have you ever seen my fingers? <laughs> yeah. Man, Scotty, uh, yes, I have. All right, yes, we, I have. We got, we got to run, brother. We got to take a break. Hey, guys, uh, yeah, I want to talk to you about, you know that, about the tournament. Um, that's that's uh, going to be an awesome tournament. One thing real quick, yes. Kevin, that's not in the rules. And, uh, you know, uh, Paul, Paul, I, I was going to call him and talk to him about it, is, you know, you're fishing Friday. Uh-huh. Uh, those of us that are fishing Saturday, you know, you can't, you, it's going to have to be where you can't pre-fish that day because there'll be a lot of tattletaling going on, you know, who was where, uh, who saw who where, you know what I mean? That would be an advantage to me in my, in my point of view. If I whoa, got whoa, out wait a minute. North, yeah. uh, what about all the charter boat captains that are fishing this that fish se- seven days a week? Yeah. They're not going to well, stop making a living because of a tournament. No, no, no. What he's saying is, oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about prefish. He's talking about prefishing. But right. I, I, I think you should, you should be able to prefish. What, what difference does it make? Yeah, well, yeah that's, mean, that's that's my point. Yeah, but I mean, if if you're if you're fishing on Saturday, you want to prefish on Friday. Go, go I fishing. hate prefishing because you always catch. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You're gonna, you're gonna, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Kevin can tell you, me last year, buddy, uh, Travis uh, on the show. Tra- Travis had a 41. Right there where uh, Kevin sent me to look for bait, and the bait was there, and we were back at the motel at 9.30. He called one in the high 30s and called actually a 41-pounder on the scale, and uh, we called a 26 the next day. <laughs> exactly. All right, well, we got to run. We got right, to go. Later. Yep, see you. 641 You think God, he's fired he up winning. by the school? Yeah, he was a little coffee. Lots of coffee yeah, and donuts yeah, yeah, this yeah. morning. Tim, Chris, don't go anywhere. We'll get you right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC right after the break. So we all know uh, about Lagerman's, you know, new garage floor by Shark Floor Coatings. Shark Floor Coatings. Yeah, but, but don't forget, folks, they, they not only do garage floors, they do driveways, they do pool decks, uh, patios and walkways, commercial and industrial. I mean, if you go look at the pictures, if you go to their website, which is sharkfloorcoatings.com. Wow. They do great work. Yeah, it's pretty good. Nope, pretty, I had my neighbor, I, just got, I, I, my neighbor I, just got it done last week and wanted to show it off to me because I'm actually thinking about getting my back porch done yes. instead of tiling it. Yes. Just having have them know, do that. Just enough roughing up because of the pool with the grandkids so they don't slip and bust their hindies. <laughs> yeah. There you go. You know? Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Just go to uh, sharkforkcoatings.com. All right. Uh, let's go talk to Tim. He's been hanging on for you know, almost a half hour. What's up, Tim? Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I just got a, something about it. Them wasps. And that was real interesting. And, uh, you know, when I first got out of high school, I went to work for the forestry service. You know, and I was a firefighter. Right. And uh, I uh, was plowing out a fire and came across a yellow jacket nest. And I, I was just letting your listeners know that, you know, yellow jackets, if they hit you eight or ten times, they can, you know, you can go into shock from yep. those things. So yes. You got a, um, I plowed one up and it was about as big as a 35 gallon drum. I don't know how many were in it because I came back the next day to check the fire lines, but they hit me about 10 or 12 times and I had to, get the rescue and get some stuff, some oxygen and stuff. And they, they hooked me up, but, but your listeners need to know if you see those yellow jackets in a hole, they're going in a little hole, but they could be thousands of them in the, in the ground right there. And and, and you know what, Tim, that's the the one thing that scares me about mowing my property. You know, when I'm mowing like, like my fifth rows and and stuff like that, I I just have this nightmare of running over one of those damn things. We don't have them here, right? It's all, it's more. Oh yeah. Oh, we have them here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I didn't think they were a Florida jacket. Okay. 
Yep. Oh yeah, this this was up in Yulee, and uh, you know the foresters that managed the trees, they would uh, when they'd find a nest, they'd take a, a stake with a with an orange ribbon, and they'd stake that nest just to let everybody know and uh, <laughs> stay away. But yeah, I mean, if it you know if I'd have been my age now, you know, it probably could have could have hurt me bad. I was you know my young twenties, and uh, it knocked me down. Boy, I got the tractor and got out to the road and had to rescue, you know, give me oxygen and some shots, and they and they counted all the stings it was about 12 times but there was thousands of them in there when i when i went back the next day that that nest was a, was a 35 gallon jump and that that middle buster and that plow just split it real wide open because it was just a real pretty cut yeah <laughs> so uh so if you see a, you know especially with little kids and stuff because they're they're uh there's quite a few yellow jackets in florida there's no yep, doubt yep. But if you see them going in that hole there might be thousands of them there and if once they uh once they hit you, they'll come out and there'll be hundreds of them trying to get you. Ugh, you know, yeah. and they, it could kill you. It could kill you with no with no doubt. Yeah. But um, I guess you know, I know Jeff got his finger stuck by a wasp and it hurt pretty bad. <laughs> Let me tell you, yellow jackets get you. Yeah, ain't, ain't, no, yeah ain't no joke. I tell you, the funniest thing yeah. I ever saw was when I was young. I was surveying uh, Kiowa Island to build the Kiowa Island Resort, and I was on a right. crew, and we were shooting a line through the woods. And we would find those paper wasp nests, mm-hmm. those oh, yeah. big ones. So it looked like a giant pineapple on steroids. And I remember one of the yeah. guys; he had a range pole, which basically you you'd shoot your line off of that to survey, and then you would cut to the range pole. And he had the pole, and, and and I remember the crew chief going, "Look, don't stick that nest with that pole." <laughs> and he was like, "Why not?" And I'm standing back, and I started backpedaling already. Yeah. And he he reached over and he took that spear no, into that didn't. thing. Yes, he did, and wow. took the spear into that thing and punctured that paper wasp nest, and it looked like liquid bugs coming oh, out of there. And gosh, I started running. Oh, he got stung from one end to the other, screaming and yelling. We were all running, uh, chainsaws flying, and <laughs> transit going thrown on the ground, and and we had bush axes on. Everybody just threw their machetes down and just ran for the truck. Oh, like God Almighty, I can't ran. believe you did that. Yeah. Tim, we appreciate it, buddy. Okay, buddy. Y'all have a good day. You too. All right, Tim. Talk to you soon. <laughs> yeah. Let's go talk to Chris. What's up, Chris? Hey, them yellow jackets will chase you through the woods. I know too. they will. <laughs> oh, yes. man. They're mean, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're bad dudes. They, uh, <laughs> you, they you, you look like such an idiot trying to run through the woods. You know? I mean, you're just like screaming and hollering and like a little girl. Yeah. You just yeah. Well, you want to what possessed somebody to do something like that. Yeah. If you tell yeah. them. Look, oh, if, if you hadn't said that, don't do that. And yeah. he's like, "Why?" And you just oh. like, and you see the smirk on their face, and you're like, "You're an idiot." Yeah, and he paid the price that's, for it. That's like telling you, kids, don't touch the stove. Won't. It's hot. He'll never do it again. Yeah, that's a lesson he won't have to be taught again. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. Some some of us are dumb, but but he won't have to learn that one over. No. Well, what do you say? You can't fix stupid. <laughs> yep. If you go and if you're gonna be dumb, you better be tough. That's right, man. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. So old school, you fishing? Absolutely. Absolutely. You yes, go, sir. Uh, Friday or Saturday? Uh planning on Friday. Okay. Um but I'm gonna tell you, Kevin, best weather day. No, I, I get it. I get it. And and looking at the looking at the weather forecast, it looks beautiful. It looks like yeah. I mean yeah. uh, you know, they're 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 calling for this wind to go offshore on, on Thursday. And right now, five knots on on Fridays. That that sounds like that sounds like kingfish weather, bro. Sounds like we that sounds right. like king. Hopefully, the bait will show up yep. and the golly whoppers will show up right with them. Yep, 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 yep. I can't wait. I can't wait. So yeah, I'm, you know, I'm all, looking forward. Again, to it. all those folks that have kind of been 
on on the fence and waiting on the weather. And I think I think it's going to be perfect. I think the weather's going to be gorgeous. I think it's going to be beautiful both days. You mm-hmm. know, so it was guys, beautiful last year. Oh yeah, I mean it was. Yeah, it was. It was. Well, that it was one day got snotty in the afternoon when all them storms rolled in. It got rough. <laughs> Scott's getting old. Chris, that's why, yeah, yeah, that's why I, I mean, stepped uh, up my dude, game, dude. It's 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 oh, it's two feet. <laughs> you can't fish a front runner in the old school. That just that's uh, just it, not I, fair. I totally agree with I'm that. I'm not. I'm just running up and down the beach, just wanting to be. You know, <laughs> You're just like, showing off. Yeah, yeah, I just that. They, uh, what was it? You want to go for a boat wide? You know, I mean, I'm, just, I'm just going. I'm just going for a boat wide. He's, he's, he's going to look like Rodney Dangerfield out there. Yeah. Drop yeah. anchor. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, just um, I heard the wash conversation and, and just just figured I'd call him and give him a two cents. So, hey, listen, uh, I, I did throw a ringer in in, in the front runner thing. The thirty nine. I, I I threw a big and. I talked to him about this on on the forecast show, so I told him I can't throw the net over the bow. That's my problem. Right, right. He's got that. <laughs> but but here's the other thing, Chris. What if he? What if there's no bait on the beach and he's got to go catch mullet? Ooh, ooh, yeah. You can't, you yep. can't, you can't get to him. Sounds like a ribbon fish. Get my little happy butt out of the boat <laughs> and walk. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, oh, you with your little tough boots on? Yeah, my tough <laughs> boots and my two foot legs. <laughs> <laughs> I could see him. Hey, if you can't laugh at yourself, who else can you laugh at? I had a friend of mine. He had a big boat recently, uh-huh. and they went out king fishing. And he goes, "I made a mistake." And I goes, "What's that?" And he goes, "Well, you know, when you, you get a new boat and you set it up, you said you're trying to figure out what equipment you need in the boat, and what equipment you don't need in the boat." And he goes, "Guess what I needed?" And I said, yeah. "A gaff." Oh, I said, "How'd oh. you get them in the boat?" And he goes, "Wasn't real easy. A lot of flipping around." <laughs> I was like, you're crazy, man. Uh, flipping a 20-pound yep. king in the boat with treble hooks in it, hoping it doesn't pop. And Yeah. Oh, I get it. All right, buddy. Well, then, then we'll see you on, on Thursday at the captain's meeting. Yep. Yes, oh, we gotta do, how are we going to do our show? Huh? How are we going to do the radio show? It's at 4 o'clock. Oh, that's right. Yeah. it's yeah, There's two. There, look, Paul's got to figure it out, dude. There's, there's right, a, a, a 4 me. to 7, I think, Chris, something like that. So I'll do the, I'll do the 4 we'll o'clock. We'll do the 4 o'clock. Yeah, we'll do the 4 o'clock. Okay. All right, buddy. Have, have a good week. Chris is gone. All right, let's take a break before we go talk to Archie. Hang on, Archie. Yep, yep. Don't don't go anywhere. You. And and also, uh, Kirk, you got a Kirby Cove cooking tip of the week. Uh yeah, we'll dig it up. Okay, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Be right back. Great. Guys, we know that Tire Outlet has the best prices on tires. Heck yeah. uh, all of us, all of us here. I mean, so many people have bought tires from Tire Outlet since they've become a sponsor, and we've let them know what great people they are. But here's the thing: Tire Outlet will—they'll they'll work on anything. And they'll the only do, thing they don't do is transmissions. They'll yep. do your brake shoes. Yep. If you need an oil change, don't go <laughs> really? to Jiffy Lou. <laughs> Don't go to Jiffy Lube. It's still one of the greatest stories ever. What? Yes. To have Tire Outlet deliver the oil to Jiffy Lube, you got a problem. (laughs) Got a problem, folks. Yeah. Go to the right guys. Go to the right guys. Get it done right. Yeah, absolutely. Tire Outlet. Call Danny and the boys. Call Danny and the boys. Yeah, I guess he's back from his honeymoon. Got married, uh, what, a week ago? So he's got to be back to work by now. Yeah. Okay. He's so cool. great. He answers my texts as soon as I text him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's fantastic. What's wrong? What's wrong? Yeah, what's up? What do you need? Nothing. I just... You know. All right, let's go. Let's, let's go talk to Archie, Archie, and then we'll do a Kirby Co. Morning, Archie. Hey guys, how you doing? Doing good. Good man. Good. Down here in Anna Marie Island, having some good time fishing. Oh, oh that's awesome. 
That's so pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, I'm getting ready to go down there in a couple of weeks. It's uh, it's pretty amazing. I mean, we fished this little uh, pier right here at Bean Point at the end of Anna Maria, and um, in any given day, it's a snook, redfish, caught three sharks, uh, caught some Spanish. Um, trying to think what else. Just a little bit of everything. The tides rip through here two or three times a day. And uh, just amazing, amazing fishing. It's a, a different time. world over there. It is. Entirely. Man. Yep. I mean, yeah. all the mangrove forests, the clear water, the sugar sand, the turtle grass. It's beautiful. It's pretty. Yep. It really is. Yeah, you can you can fish just about any. About, there's probably six or eight species right off the pier. And then if you want to go out to the, uh, to the point there, you can look to the right. You see the big bridge. Look to the left. You see the gulf. And. You can see sunrise, sunset in the same day. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's cool stuff. That's fun. Yep, so yep. family vacation? Family vacation, yeah. We've been coming down here about 20 years and uh, just have to get away and just uh, unwind. It takes three or four days just to kind of unwind, you know. Heck, yeah. I get it. Yeah, yep, for sure. So anyway, always enjoyed the show. Just thought I'd touch base. I tuned in and been listening, so uh, always enjoy it. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you. Yeah, man. Y'all have, yeah, have you, a good you, one. Yep, All right, Archie. You too. Have fun. All right, let's do a uh, Kirby Cove Builders. And, and, and this is going to be an interesting discussion about this this recipe. Uh, but anyway, Kirby Cove is an industry leader and proven provider of framing, drywall, interior, exterior finishing. But look, if, if you're building a new house and, and yep. you, you want the, the inside done right, yep. okay, just go just to kirbycovebuilders.com. They're great, great folks. So, Kirk, the um, – Cookie tip of the week is uh, redfish on the half yeah, shell. Yeah, redfish on the half shell because we did that this week, and and for some reason it has become like one of my favorite, favorite, favorite ways to have fish. Now, and, redfish, and, and a lot of people have asked me in years past, why do you use a redfish? You want to use a fish that has thick scales. Yeah, right. So a redfish would work. Drum. You could use. I've, I've done sheepshead. Sheephead would I've, I've be done perfect. Sheephead, yep. Black drum is good. Yep. Um, you might even be able to a trigger do fish. a trigger or a snapper. Yep. 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 Red yep. snapper would yep. work. Yep. But you couldn't use a kingfish or Spanish. Right. You don't want to do that on the half shell because okay, so, you're putting it on the grill. So the 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 one thing that I love about the half shell is that you don't have to do a lot to it. You can actually taste the fish. No, it's called it, kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 for for Carrie, when when whenever she does this, um. It's it's olive oil, salt and pepper, and some of her ingredients that she grows from outside, whether it be parsley or something, just something simple. Maybe Tom, a tiny oregano. bit of creole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, and that's it. That, yeah. Now, this recipe that, that Fletcher sent in, I get it. If you want to do additional stuff, which he's doing two cloves of garlic, and and, and he's, he's, he's blackening it, or Cajun seasoning. I, I personally, I know that that – they probably taste amazing, but when, whenever I do on half shell, yeah, I like I like to keep it simple. Yeah, that's, that's just that. Uh, I mean, I I'm not a big fan of spicy kind of thing to a certain extent. Not not to not do to, that. Like I said, I want to taste the fish. That's what I'm saying. You and know? this is a good recipe. I I'm mean, it really is. Yeah. He's talking about slicing peppers. Yeah, and onions, it's a great recipe. Saute them in butter, put them off to the side, then chop up some cloves, cloves of garlic, a couple. And pull those off and saute those, and then add the blackening or Cajun, and just a little bit of Parmesan cheese. Scoop the onions and peppers and put it on the fish. Add a little slice of butter on top. Cook it over charcoal, and voila! Mm -hmm. There you go, redfish on the half shell. Redfish on the half shell. Um, and it, 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 it's a 
it, like I said, it's just become uh, – If I, and I really, we really didn't start doing this until about two years ago. No, and mm-hmm. I was going to say, yeah. I don't know if it's people listening, but even – I'm just telling you, people come up to me when I'm cleaning the fish, yep. and they go, hey, do me a favor – Save me, you know, half of that one, or save me one mm-hmm. fish. Right, right. Don't, don't do what you don't take the skin off. Right. Certain species of fish, like a sheephead, a red, and a drum, have good fat content. I was just getting ready to the yeah. skin. Yeah, when that it can be quite tasty. Yeah, it, it, it adds flavor to when, the fish. Whenever you, whenever it flakes off of that that skin, and you look at that, there's a whole. I mean, there's almost a quarter of an inch, a layer. Of yeah. fat, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's just all flavor, man. I mean, it that's is. just all good stuff. It okay, really let is. me ask you both a question because this is how I clean them when I'm doing it on the half. Uh-huh. I'll take the knife and go really close between the bones and the belly, yeah, and just get rid of the belly bones, okay. And then that center line where we have the little pin bones and the red meat, mm-hmm. being it's on the on the skin, it's easy. I, I'll go down each side of that. I'll turn a nice sideways to kind of come up underneath it. And I'll literally cut that whole center bone line out. I don't nope. get that complicated. No, no, no. I, 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 I okay, because it's on the half shell, I like to leave the rib bones in there. I do the same thing. Okay, yeah, I don't. I, I cut yeah. them out. Yeah, I, yeah, I leave them in. Yeah, there, there's a lot of meat there, and and there's a lot of flavor right there. And not okay. only that, but those rib bones are big. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's but very. You don't worry easy. about the pin bones. No, and no, I don't and worry no about gray meat in the middle. No, no, not at all. Okay, no. okay, no. I cut it all out. No. All right, let's go talk to Don this morning before we take a break. What's up, Don? Gangbuster, how you doing? Hey, buddy, what's going on? <laughs> um, everything. We got a Gangbuster going June 25th through 27th, and I need a little help, man. We um, every year we take some dreams come true kids fishing. You yep. know, we have captains volunteer, and they take them out in the junior angler and fish with you know one kid and, a, and their chaperone or whatever. And these kids are battling some tough stuff. And we started about 10 or 11 years ago with Dennis Redman on the Double D, him and Debbie. Yep. And they took a kid fishing that had a brain tumor. It didn't look like he was going to make it. Man, a teenage kid passed out at the boat ramp, found out he had a brain tumor in his head. Long story short, he ended up getting fourth place in the tournament. Uh, Ten years later, we're taking 20 dreamers fishing. That kid is now a captain taking those kids Oh, fishing. that's awesome. That's a cool so, story, yeah. And, and, it, and, it, and it's just where memories are made, man. We spent a ton of money on our junior angler tournament. Um, along with the general tournament. So we're five captains short. So there's got to be somebody out there with an empty nest and a good boat um, waiting for their grandkids that wants to go and, and fish with some kids and do something good. And So we're kind of reaching out to say that we need five more boats for that. And, um, and so that's, that, that's that, 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 that tournament's on the, the Sunday, correct? Yeah, June 27th. Okay. And normally, you know, like if you fish the junior tournament, normally you have to fish the general the general tournament to be eligible to fish the junior because we take so much money from the general to spend on the juniors, you know? Right, sure. And so with, with the Dreamers, we don't do that. So if you just want to come and fish with the Dreamer kid, we'll cover the entry and, you know, take care of you. And, and um, I, I got to tell you, the guys who do it get more out of it than the Dreamers do. Uh, yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm sure. You know. How, how does somebody and, uh, get in touch with you, Don? Uh, 509-0026 or kingbuster.com. Um, tournament's going to be great this year. Back to the regular format, ale house, serving dinner, you know, big captain's meeting that and uh, awards at Marine Max. So should be back to normal, whatever that is. And um, <laughs> last year was the best that we had. And um, we're giving away boat, motor, and trailer for the kids. Um, second place, bad company trip to the Keys. Third through 30th, a kayak, a bunch of stuff. So if you fish our junior anglers, you know we take care of them. Yes. In the general tournament, we have the prizes in that, too. So, um, 
you know, like I said, we're looking for some extra boats out there. If somebody wants to do something good, you know, I'm old enough to know the best gifts in life are the one you give. So um, give us a call and, and try to make something happen. All right, buddy. We'll do it. And, uh, and you know I'll be there. All right. Appreciate you so much. Thanks, Don. Have a good one. See you. You too. Absolutely. Captain Don Dingman. Kingbuster.com yeah. if you want to uh, if you want to kind of donate your time and your in your boat that's uh, that's that's a good cause they need five boats there's plenty of cap- captains out there that could do it absolutely yeah and, and here's the deal this is this isn't a, a captain license thing you're right. just you're you're donating just your, got boat, a boat. your time yep, yeah yep, yep, absolutely kid fishing. take that's kid a, fishing yep. take kid fishing all right we got one more break to go give us a call 641-1010 right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC outdoor show Yeah, no doubt. So, uh, just a reminder, the Moe's in uh, St. Augustine, Moe's Southwest Grill in St. Augustine, is temporarily not doing breakfast right now, yep. simply for the fact that they're having a hard time finding help. Yep. Um, so, if you... I went by there the other day and, and saw the sign. Too, I mean, man. I think they're starting at like 13 bucks an hour on yeah. the sign. It was like... That's pretty good. I miss That's pretty my good. Bowl. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, me too. And I miss my bowl. I, it, it'll be back, but for right now, they're looking for employees. I mean, just like... A lot of restaurants and other Absolutely. people. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Do you do you have that conversation on your boat? I mean, all the time. Every trip seems like exactly. Yes. It's 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 crazy. You know, taking all the corporate people that we take, and they're just like, dude, we can't can't find people to work. Yeah, that's got to come to an end. A guy yes, walked up does. to me at the gas station the other day, and goes, "Hey, do you have a dollar or two I could borrow?" I said, "No, but I can take you to somewhere that will." <laughs> you want a ride? I'll take you three doors down, and I'll get you a job. Yeah, I, yeah, I see that. Not I, being a smart, you yep, know yep, what, yep. but. I got you. So, anyway, uh, let's let's update you on the weather brought to you by the Bearded Pig, Captain Kirk's new favorite place because they have a new place in Jack's. Where is it in Jack's Beach, by it's the way? It's the old bank right there yep. next to the car wash. I mean, so a little bit south of 16th Avenue. Okay. Down there by the tennis courts, the ah, South you. Huguenot okay. Park. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. So right there by the car wash. I'm disappointed. They on the west side of the road. They, they were closed on Monday. The only day. Yeah, that's a bummer. Uh, rest of today, south winds 5 to 10, becoming southeast 15 tonight. Uh, south 10 to 15, 3 to 4. Tomorrow, they've they've increased it a little bit, guys. It's southeast 10 to 15, increasing to 15 to 20. Glad I'm going to miss it. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sunday night, 15 to 20. Oof. Yeah. Monday, uh, 15 sees 3 to 4. Monday night and Tuesday, 10 to 15. Good and boy. then and then here, it's starting on Tuesday and Wednesday, it's, it's nothing. Uh, southeast at 10, 2 to 3. And again, according to Windfinder, and all the other um, five seven extended, knots extended forecasts yep. that we've looked at it looks like Friday and Saturday for the old school is going to be beautiful. Yep, beautiful. Tides. Tide updates brought to you by Andy Sub. Andy Subs finest sub shop in Jacksonville, right there on the corner of Penman and Beach. And folks, they don't just have subs now. If you're one of these guys point. that just wants to eat a salad, they have some of the best salads and they'll put a scoop of chicken salad on it mm-hmm. tuna salad they'll do smoked chicken on it or whatever he's got working in the smoker anyway the tides today we had a high tide at 5 24 a.m so the tide is going out now you got a low tide 11 37 a.m this morning and then a reverse on that so the incoming tide it's a good day to fish i like the tides like kevin said yep this level gives you a bit of a window to fish um i think it was a 3.6 with a minus point nine, so you got about a four and a half. Got five a good foot low tide. tide. Yeah, yeah. So good day to go fishing. Get out there and wet a line. 
yumpers. Yeah, and I fun. think I think tomorrow just sounds like an inshore day. Uh-huh. You know, 15, yeah, I mean, you can start late too. Yeah. You don't have to get the crack of dawn tomorrow. Exactly. You can leave the dock at ten o'clock tomorrow morning yep. with Mayport. If it, if the tide's at eleven thirty-seven a.m. Yeah. at Jack's Beach, where our widget set. I mean, typically you're going to see tide run until almost one o'clock. Yeah, real yeah. quick, did you get a bait report this morning? Yeah, that's they're everywhere. They're every, okay because Saint Augustine Pogies, sounds like they're everywhere, everywhere. So Pogie's good to yeah. go. Woo! My luck on Wednesday. I'll be throwing the net and salt run. I mean, I ran the beach yesterday, <laughs> and I ran all the way down to Shantytown, and there were pogies all the way down the beach. All the way up and down the beach. Everywhere. So that's cool. All right, real quick, let's go talk to Sean before we wrap it up. What's up, Sean? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. How you guys doing? Good, man. Good. Hey, I wanted to add to the Dreams Come True uh, thing. A lot of people may not know about this organization. It's a wonderful organization here in Northeast Florida. And, and, and like they said, they are all the time dealing with kids with life-threatening illnesses. Yep. If anybody's got a boat out there that can can help this, this would be this would be an awesome thing. You will get the best feeling. I've been blessed enough to work with them for about the last five years. Cool. Um, I'm, in a, I'm in a pirate crew in St. Augustine, and we do a lot of charity work. And we do a lot with Dreams Come True. There's a pirate crew, Patrick uh, O'Leary with the Matanzas Bay Buccaneers, is uh, mainly the lead on it now. And we're all the time. They were all the time sponsoring. When I was with the crew, we were sponsoring uh, trips for kids. And I've been blessed enough to hand out the golden tickets to the kids when they would go to uh, PRI Productions with Dream Day that Randy Goblin puts on there, uh, all his expense paid. Um it was. It's just a wonderful thing, guys, to see the look on these kids' face when they get to do something and forget that they're sick yeah. and have fun and just have a day where they can be a normal child. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if there's anybody and, interested, and, again, they can text uh, Don Dingman at 509-0026. That's 509-0026. So, and, guys, I'm telling you, it's one of the best feelings in the world. Yeah, like I said, cool. I've been blessed for – five years working with them and it's just incredible yeah kirk and i have done some tv shows and stuff with, mm-hmm. with oh i've done quite a bit of charity work yeah charity years. work. Yeah, absolutely yeah. and uh we we, we understand it's, um, yeah it's it's awesome hey and i just want to say thank you guys for introducing us to the uh blues hog i just spent 70 dollars on sauce at hagen ace yesterday <laughs> that's good stuff man i'm, oh, I'm almost gosh, out of my God. seasoning i gotta go get me another bottle oh, of it that's funny. i go through it. i well, put it on everything well, we we found it at Bucky's, and yeah. then um, we ran out of it. And I happened to be close to a Hagen Ace last night up near Yuli, and went in. And it's like, okay, so I called the wife. She goes, "Yeah, get that one, get that one, get that one, and get that one." <laughs> yeah, it's good. So, stuff. yeah, seventy dollars later. Seventy dollars later, there you, you got go. a lot of blues on. You got it now. You got to buy meat. I'm <laughs> Start barbecue. Yeah, That's yeah. Right. yeah. Hey, we oh, gotta yeah. go. We oh, gotta yeah. go. <laughs> Guys, thanks. Appreciate thanks, you. Sean. Bye, Absolutely. Sean. That, was, right, that was good. Bye-bye. $70 on, on, on seasoning. Been there, done that. Like I said, hell, I don't spend $70 on the meat. Yeah. 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 I go in there now, I start buying two of those seasoning containers because I go through them so fast. Yeah. That's sweet and savory. Yes. I mean, I just used the last of it this week. I got to go by there and get some more. Well, there's a lot the of people barbecue that you, sauce that, that you've turned on to that. Man, that I mean, barbecue sauce is money. I don't know if they put chili powder in there. It's just different. I mean, it is really good, and they actually have two types of barbecue sauce. So, all right, try so, it out. So, folks. so um, every day this week, uh, I, I you, you, you I've got to go out of town. Got to go out of town for, for a couple, couple days. days. Yeah, but I'll be back at it Wednesday. Yeah, it looks like to, to me, to me, to me, it looks like um, 
Monday's going to be an inshore day. Yeah, mm-hmm. possibly Tuesday. Possibly Tuesday, but definitely Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And and uh, so yeah, I got I'm, a full week. Yeah, I'll be out there with you. Yeah, are you going to pre-fish that boat? Which one? The front runner. Yeah, you have to. I mean, you can't just go. Out I don't and know. I mean, it's all joystick ran. Yeah, I got to figure out how to run joysticks. <laughs> uh, maybe we want to take a three day or there, did, buddy. Did, real quick, did the, the yellowfin that you ran? Did it have joysticks? Uh, no, no. Uh, we had racing throttles in it. Oh boy. That thing's a rocket ship. Yeah. yeah. 76 miles an hour, boys. That thing will 76. fly. 76. Nick's boat's nice. Yeah. I've run it a couple times. It's nice. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. Hey, Captain Scott, thanks for coming hey, in. RJ, great me. job as usual, buddy. Man, you did a great job. Captain Kirk, you and I are always here. And Chef Gordon. Oh Chef Gordon. Oh, thank you, Jim. Thank yeah. you so much, man. Wow. Exceeded what a breakfast. Yeah. Our expectations for yeah. breakfast. Yes. Yeah. Folks, as usual, the Nimnik Outdoor Show is brought to you by the Bearded Pig. Ring Power, Stack M Storage, Claude Nolan Cadillac, Thick Pen, Heating and Cooling, Coastal Equipment, Travis Smith, Home Renovations. Call Travis, 510-4020 if you need anything done. Consignment Boat Sales, LV Hires, Inc., Hagen Coastal Outfitter, Shark Coatings, Atlantic Coast Marine, CNH Marine Constructions, Nimnick Family of Dealerships, Tower Outlet, <sighs> Kirby Co. Builders, Inc., Whalen Bay, Shimano. You sound like Lester. Strike Zone, no kidding. <laughs> Angie Subs, Steen Anti River Club, and Moe's Southwest Grill. Folks, remember, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. Y'all have a great weekend. See ya. See ya. How I love the Atlantic. So grab your gear and let's go. I got drinks in the cooler. I got some baby.